Ayo. Philip, in, right. in honor of uh, recent events, I propose that we do the entire show in an English accent. Ah. <laughs> Dan, can you be serious with your life? Can you be serious with your ah. life? Yes, indeed. Right, I do propose that we take it seriously. Oh, God, Yo, what is happening like, here? So, on, on my way home, I was listening to the BBC Africa podcast, and they had a, a, a snippet, an excerpt of the Ugandan parliament playing tribute to the queen. Mm-hmm. That aside, like that, that, that in itself, like a former British colony paying homage to the queen and saying she led the color, the colonies with dignity and wow, honor. That's... And like, I just want to put my hand up and say, excuse me. Um, uh, um, what, what is the Commonwealth and the colonies? What, what, like, just like, what, what do those terms mean? Like for you to become a colony or a member of the Commonwealth, what had to happen? Okay. So, so this is actually one of our main talking points because I think, I think Phil, you know, this is an opportunity for us to delve deeply into this, you know, because there's mm, go deeper, Papa. There's, there's, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot to unpack. At the same time, there really isn't that much, but I think some points need to be hammered. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But let's let's start the show as per usual, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as we like to ask at the beginning of the show, are you? My volume first. Are you good to go? Sound of a thing, them. Hey, 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 Let me hear a drum play. Good to go. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. It's your boy, Danny that guy, aka Danos the Mad Titan, aka Denford Wekumaraini, aka Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. Please take me to England. Actually, take me to Ireland. I believe this is the best time to be in Ireland if you want to enjoy a big party. I do agree, my good sir. I do agree. Yes, indeed. Wait, they distinguished the unpresentable, the esquire and gentlemanable Phil Jard, a.k.a. Flint Flossie, the big bossy baby, a.k.a. Feeds a Pea, a.k.a. DJ McCarady, a.k.a. Filthy Phil, a.k.a. Shamori, D-Tenge Raywo, Drinky Jolly Jolly Good Side, Top Top. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos, the positive podcast that pushes P, positivity, progress, and plans for the future. Um, We laugh and we smile. Despite returning to the country, we still keep a positive outlook, despite many things. Positive. You know, Dan, I must say, Philip, I I hadn't been to the airport in a while, and I was quite excited. Quite With the ex- developments, the extensions, oh expansions, extensions, and renovations galoo. But with the lights on, Dan, that is that is the main question. It was daytime, so I cannot be sure. Although, what I will say is, all of us were made to fill in an immigration form. The only options were 
am I visiting as a tourist or traveling in transit? I could not find anywhere where I could tick returning home because I do not believe they believe anyone would return home. Yes, Dad, yeah, that's that's true. So I, I believe you took your own trams. That's that's fine. That's fine. Yes, trams. Yes. All right. Let's talk about Zimbabweans doing it big. Since we're such a positive podcast, this week was a, we had a ton of Zimbabweans to focus on, um, in no particular order. Congratulations to uh, this is an interesting one, Nadia Nakai who was uh, listed as one of the nominees at the BET Hip Hop Awards for Best International Flow. And she was listed as Zimbabwe when uh, her nationality was listed. As you can imagine, both sets of um, uh, nationalities, Zimbabwe and South Africa, seem to have thoughts. Because a lot of Zimbabweans were like, ah, but you don't even claim us. A lot of South Africans were like, oh, you're Zimbabwean now. And I was like, come on, guys. It's fine. Just, it's fine. Dan, Dan, my good sir. So, in fact, before you move on, uh, today is going to be an episode of digressions and diversions. So, I finally got a chance to watch the roast, the roast of Kanye Mbao. Ah. First and foremost, I must say, Paul Pops was in rare form, rare form. He made the night, really. He really did. And But one of the things that we, we also highlighted on this program a few weeks back, was was the jokes at Nadia's expense due to her nationality or said nationality? So, I don't believe this is an open secret, good sir. Why is this a shocking moment now? And you know what I firmly believe, Philip? Just the same yeah. as in conversations about cultural appropriation, which are appropriate at the moment, since we're going to be discussing certain countries. But however, due to conversations about cultural appropriation, including uh, clothing, including hairstyles, what a lot of people have said, and I firmly believe, is for you to experience the culture, you must also experience the discrimination. So Nadia Nakai has experienced the discrimination as a Zimbabwean. So it is now moot the discussion as to whether she is or not, she is now honorarily a Zimbabwean because she has been dissed as one. Yes. I rest, I yes. rest my case. And I think further to this, Dallas, um, <laughs> to affirm her nationality, she left the country and immediately shacked up with several foreign men. If that isn't a Zimbabwean woman, what is, good sir? What What's- is? <laughs> What's more Zimbabwean than that? She left the country, looked for the most successful people she could possibly find, and shut herself up to them. In my books, she is 100% Zimbabwean. I bid you good day. And to, once again, Dan, to further affirm this, she not only attained a degree, but still continues to pursue a career in music. If this is not a Zimbabwean immigrant, then what are we discussing, good sir? What is it? Further to that, my good sir, not only has she called herself a rapper, but she is working on an Amapiano track. I mean, Zimbabweans are well known for their enterprising spirit, wheeling and dealing, guavanguavering, as some may say. The Dan, ultimate and you know what? I, I have the final point that is going to put this whole debate to rest. A few years ago, Dan, you might remember, Nadia Nakai ventured into clothing sales. 
Okay. Oh. She was selling workout and athleisure attire. What more Zimbabwean is that? She was selling trunks and spandex and yoga pants on Instagram. I rest my case. I rest my case. Not to add a further point, but just to underline yours, Philip, I challenge you to walk into any business right now and find any Zimbabwean woman working at that business who does not sell clothes. Hmm. Hmm. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, a, 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 a lot of trolling going on here. But I like Nadia. Nadia has always been cool. I do too. Like, I, she's I so love cool. Nadia. Mad love for we've Nadia. Done nothing, we've done nothing but promote her. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, nah, mad j- love for her. These are jokes that were cracked on her at the, at the roast anyway. So we're just, you know, she's already heard them. So it's not going to hurt. But yeah, <laughs> congratulations for being nominated for Best International Flow uh, as Zimbabwean. Uh, she'll be going up against uh, other African rappers such as Black Sheriff from Ghana, Blackie from South Africa, and artists from other parts of the world such as uh, Nux from the UK, Havaya Mighty from Canada, Legis from France. That's really his name. I'm not making fun of him. Y- y- yes, Philip. Sir, sorry. Um, Tasha and Tracy from Brazil. Yes, that was that one. There's there's two songs that I know Nadia Nakai has released this year that, that I can remember. One of them was a Soko beat, which I'm sure was years because the flow sounded dated and the beat sounded dated. And there was another one which also sounded very much like Nami. So, which songs are being considered for this flow? Because I, I'm struggling. Okay, and there's the song that dropped um, last week, which actually we need to talk about because AKA's flow and that was ridiculous. But that wouldn't fall under the window which songs are being considered for this best flow so look i mean philip i think it's a misnomer to assume that it's only songs if you think about it water flows um rap songs flow um tv shows also flow so i think they mm. basically considered everything it was a, it was a 360 oh, approach oh, do you know what do you know what, do you know what? i think yeah. that's the problem i didn't watch young rich and african mm. maybe she was doing like a freestyle at the beginning of every show like hey welcome back to the episode last week two face was two faced and then he left his wife blue faced let's say yes yeah but you're right though she hasn't really released much music i don't understand but hey maybe the songs maybe the songs she released are the ones that we're supposed to be celebrating Zimbabweans here, not, not... No, we celebrate. But we, we, then the other thing we need to do is we need to not celebrate blindly. Otherwise, that's how you end up with with all these doctors who, who never wrote a dissertation. Me, for my friends, I celebrate blindly. So... Okay. Not no, in no, a no, car- Privately, I don't... You know, <laughs> let me message her. Let me actually message Congrat! Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, let me do the same. Congratulations, Nadine Kai, representing Zimbabwe at the 2022 BET Hip Hop Awards uh, for Best International Flow. Next up. Uh, oh, no, Dan. Look at this. Look at this. Let me show you. Oh, no, it's still blue. Never mind. Never mind. No. It was green for a second. It's, it's still blue. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Okay, no, we'll discuss. Next up. Um... Uh, I feel like it's one of our own, but I, I don't think I've ever, I've never met her in person. But since we've been following each other for years on Twitter, you know, it feels like, you know, it feels like Munwaunu Ziva. But congratulations to uh, Samantha Nigazino, a.k.a. Uh, Zino Sam. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I always talk with her. She's my nerdy. We talk about nerdy stuff in pixel phones. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and she, and oh, she, and she throws up like, like 
dry jokes every now and again on her Twitter, and I love them. Shout out to Zeno Sam, uh, who announced that she is joining the Mercedes AMG Patronus F Formula One team as an electronics design engineer. You know, I actually just realized I knew she was a nerd. <laughs> exactly what she did. I thought she was like a coder, maybe. Uh, she's a nerd, nerd. She's like, she's like, nerd, nerd, like MIT, like you know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, like she, she doesn't have like her skin is too good to be this nerdy. Like I'm saying, no, but congratulations, you know Amanda. I mean? I'm actually she, I was she so... needs a few. She, she needs a few white heads. You know what I mean? Mm. She needs a few crooked teeth, just to just like a bad know. posture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean. No, but I, I was I was so chuffed when I saw this story. So congratulations, Sam. Dope, man. Sam, did, and did, did you see did you see how how viral that tweet went? Yeah, dude. So Sam gained like ten thousand followers in a day. Oh, so she, by the way, uh, joins those those of you who have followed Two Broke Timbers for a long time will know that we have formally featured another Zimbabwean uh, to be part of the exact same team, the Mercedes AMG Patronus Formula One team. Uh, well, actually, two. Well, Actually, well, 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 I mean, the other wasn't an official announcement. We just called her, right? Yeah. Well, uh, the other one was Stephanie Travers, who uh, was a trackside fluid engineer. But now she's joined Lewis Hamilton's uh, X44 carbon racing team. So, you know, congratulations to Zimbabweans who are doing great in motorsport. Will Dwight. Hey, she, mm. she really did gain like 10,000 followers. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I, th- I think she had to like... Anyway, yeah, so congratulations, Samantha, aka Zeno Sam on Twitter. Add to her followers, support Zimbabweans doing good things. And you know, I love the way it was. Like, she didn't like it, was, it was a flex, but it was a, 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 a um, classy, tasteful flex. Mm. I loved it. So, so one thing I was wondering, because you know, a lot of these guys aren't on social media. Like, Steph Travis isn't really on social media because you, you don't want to be public facing because. Uh, especially in this, you could be a, a victim of corporate espionage and the like. And obviously, mm-hmm. you're on the clear with, with the PR team and all that. And because she announced it mid-month, I was like, hey, did she start beginning of the month and just, just chilling for two weeks? <laughs> oh, oh, or maybe, you know, there's like a, you know, maybe there's like a, a what you call it, like an orientation period and so on and so on. So, you know. Mm. Well, I guess, I, I suppose. Um, okay, so that's uh, Sam. Moving on to our next Zimbabwean doing it big. Want to give a, a shout out to, we, we don't pay enough attention to sport, I think. But uh, anyway, huge congratulations to Zimbabwean uh, cricket player, Sikanda Raza, who became the ICC, that's the International Cricket Conglomerate, uh, Men's Player of the Month uh, in August last month, uh, because he was unplayable in a series of uh, matches against Bangladesh and India. Um, uh, ODI series against both of those. 135 not out, 117 not out against Bangladesh, which led to Zimbabwe beating Bangladesh, which many people didn't think would happen. And even though we went down to India, it wasn't a whitewash. We still won one of the ODIs. And again, that was because but of we won, we, won, we won the last game because they already won the series. Philip, let's be positive. Why negativity? Just Philip. <laughs> I apologize because uh, my my deepest and sincerest apologies. Uh, you know, uh, I let I, I I really did let the the, the air <laughs> the, the motif of our of our former colonies you know perpetrate me their negativity and their their ungrateful attitude. How dare they? Pushing P, yeah. Philip. Congratulations, Skandar Haza. He was honestly he was like yeah he's he, very well deserved 
of the International Cricket Council's Player of the Month Award for August. Uh, he won it for the men's and for the women's. It was Talia McGrath from Australia. Australia. So congratulations. By the way, that's the first time ever that a Zimbabwean has won Player of the Month. Mm. So congratulations, congratulations, congrats to the Zim cricket team as a whole. Uh, I, I mean, Speaking I don't watch. Speaking of another Zimbabwean doing I, it big. Then. I don't watch cricket because I'm not on my deathbed. But uh, I, I was hearing good stories. What's that? Did you did you see um, did you see Zoe in the in the press? No. <laughs> what happened? Zo- which Zoe? Oh, oh, Zoe is in um, uh, oh, so, uh, Netflix. Zoe. No, no, no. Remember Zoe? Small Zoe. Okay, she was, she was actually on the podcast, but remember there was that day we were recording the ads and then she was just like, yo, dude, when are we going to eat? Because I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Why? Why was she in the press? <laughs> Here's the headline from the Mail Online. Royal expert slams inappropriate and opportunistic comments by American professors who said they had nothing but disdain for the Queen's death and claimed her reign was violent. Royal expert Robert Jobson criticized comments by two American professors. Uju Anya called the Queen's reign violent and wished for a painful death. Zoe Samudzi said she would dance on the graves of every royal family member. Jobson called the remarks inappropriate and opportunistic during mourning. Oh, no. Oh, heavens, no. Fam. Ah, this was a target. Like, they, they put her yeah, photo they as put a feature image. Yeah. <laughs> well, another Zimbabwean doing it big. So, uh, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Shame. <laughs> I wonder if she received a lot of uh, attacks. Oh, there. no, she did. Oh, yeah. she did. She, she even said, like, yeah, I'm locking my account because I've been seeing, receiving death threats for like two days now. Um, while we're on it, I didn't have them on my initial list, but uh, but that's because when we first did this list, um, I hadn't gone through this yet. But, um, you know, Ted Lasso won some Emmys. Mm. Um, I, I was actually watching the Emmys. I didn't manage to finish them. Uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, Ted Lasso, which is the, the Apple TV TV show about uh, football. It's a great TV show. It has two Zimbabwean actors on it. One of the players, uh, the player who, who plays the character of, uh, let's see, what's his name? What's his name? Sorry, give me a second. He plays the character of, he's a striker in the show, and I just his name is just Robbie Roberts. Really? He plays the character of Robbie Roberts for AFC Richmond, the team that uh, Ted Lasso uh, manages. Is, that, as the, well is as, that the guy sleeping with the owner? What's that? Is that the guy sleeping with the owner? No, 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 not that one. That would have been ah, that would have been perfect. <laughs> that's that's a that's a defender. It's a different one. He's a he's a recur. He's not a main actor. He's a recurring actor. Um, he plays he plays a forward. He has a few scenes. Um, and then um, Mary Roscoe, who plays the wife of Leslie Higgins. Her name's Julie Higgins. She's also a, a recurring actor. She's also Zimbabwean. She's listed on her IMDb as a Zimbabwean actor and so on. So, yeah, congratulations to them uh, for their TV show winning an Emmy. Uh, well done and great stuff. All, yes, all the people in the UK for outstanding comedy series for Ted Lasso, which means, you know, they're part of the Emmy win too. 
Um, and finally, there was a quick mention. Uh, I only I only included this one because we spoke briefly about if you if you were ever to go to Comic Con. Well, there is a Zimbabwean-born comic book artist who uh, has been attending Comic Con Africa for a while and has now become a big name there. His name is Bill Masuku, and uh, he's credited with creating certain South African superheroes. You see, because we keep exporting our people, but yeah, he's Zimbabwean. Bill Masuku. He created. Uh, the superheroes in South Africa that are named Ah look guys, the article is long and I can't find where it was written. What are you looking for the show he's designing for? Yeah. It's a Disney show. Um fact let me follow. Because I unlike you, Dan, we follow each other on the socials. Shout out to Gilmore. Gilmore actually had a, a, a good um panel. With him a few months back now, um, where he was just talking about the work he did because he also he's also done design work for Netflix. Mm, yes, yes, yeah, for Stranger Things, for for uh, among other things, but one of the things was Stranger Things, apparently. So the the show the show he is designing for is called Iwaju. Oh, there we go. He designed Captain South Africa <laughs> and Razor Man, which are mm. South African comic book. Uh, um, characters and the show he's doing for Disney as Phil mentioned yeah Iwaju so congratulations buddy um, actually I, my bad I don't think he actually did anything you know, for Stranger Things he was just mentioned as one of the people who was linked with the, the actors no, of Stranger he, he Things he does like it. he's done ad work for Netflix so like stuff like this he gets commissioned yeah, yeah, yeah. on Netflix if you look at the screen yeah yes yes, yes. I, so so I've, man, I've got sh- a shout out to him man shout out to him but once again my but do you see you see what's going on? Instead of designing Captain Zimbabwe, he's out there designing Captain South Africa. Come on now. Psst. Come back home, brother. Come back home. But congratulations to Stu for doing your things. All right, that's Zimbabweans doing it big. That's a bunch of names that we had over there. Congratulations to all of you. Follow up on our last episode. And again, just for those who continue to doubt the 2BT bump, and still kind of connected to Zimbabweans doing it big. We mentioned that Kim Jade had been nominated for the 2022 DSTV Content Creator Awards in the Fashion and Style Award category. Well, she is the winner of that award. Congratulations, Kimberly Jade Robinson, doing your thing. Uh, she won the award over Bloom Bombo, Nabila Kareem, Sergio Ines, and Yoliswam Mkoko. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who follow her, you know that she's she's uh, very much branded herself as a sneakerhead. So she's always like doing uh, um, sneaker outfits, and uh, it's paid off for her. She's won the Content Creators Award from DSTV. Congratulations, girl! And another two BT bump. <laughs> Following up as well from does previous episodes. Wait, does that? Uh, count I mentioned how how is that a two BT bump? How? Because we mentioned her. How? Philip, we said it. when we feature you on the podcast, something good happens to you. Again, I sense I sense negativity here. Instead of celebration, just negativity. Are you still pushing P even? Um, Actually, I, the P the P has recessed. <laughs> Last week or two weeks ago, I can't remember now. We mentioned that Holy Ten was going was announced as a supporting act for Rick Ross's show in Harare on the 18th of November. Uh, this week, we learned that Takura is the other supporting act. Uh, so so far, we now have two confirmed acts: uh, Holy Ten and Takura opening for Rick Ross on the 18th of November at the HICC. So just another follow-up there for you to see over there. Nice. Nice. Okay. Nice. Let's now approach this issue. So 
What issue? What issue could this be, good sir? What? Whatever could you mean? So, first of all, the queen is dead. Yes, let's 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 observe a moment of silence, if you may, Dad. I think on the count of three, let's give it a moment of silence to to honor this the matriarch of the royal family. <laughs> Okay, okay. First, so first of all, some people very strong, and this is something we've discussed before whenever, you know, there's been like very high profile deaths. Some people very strongly believe that no matter what they did in life, always respect someone who's died. And if you believe that, you know, you're entitled to that belief. That's cool. I personally don't believe that. Um, personally, I believe that when you die, if there are people celebrating, well, I mean... Now we have to ask, what were you doing when you're alive? I mean, come on. That having been said, I don't believe in taking cheap shots and for the sake of clout or for the sake of um, trying to get a joke or, or trying to get the retweets just to say the most outlandish thing. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's what a lot of people are doing, but definitely there were some people who were doing that. So I don't want to do that and I don't want to, you know, take any cheap shots. And I am very cognizant of the fact that one day I may apply for a visa to the UK. Hence, I have not tweeted anything. And this podcast shall still also be relatively mild. Respect to all parties involved. Due protocols observed. No, but then you're joking. But what you just described is one of the most insidious parts of what we're discussing here, which is colonialism and the after effects of colonialism, where you decide to invade land that is not yours. You subjugate those people to tyranny. You loot their resources. You strip them of their cultural identity, their religions, their families, the works. In some instances, you steal their corpses, their bones of Zimbabweans that are stuck in England right now. That have not been returned. They are diamonds, minerals that have either been used to enrich that country or are proudly displayed atop the crowns that these people wear. And then on top of that, you now institute a new world order that requires, as you just mentioned, permission to travel to that place. When they travel to your home without any permission, and then you restrict what they can say about you so that you enforce the system that you installed. So it's the self-perpetuating cycle. And in as much as I, I understand it too, I can be like, yo, I, I, I want to travel, so I need to be mindful of what I say. And sometimes it's, it's, I would say, sometimes like tweeting doesn't add anything to the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think maybe that's where, also like, because the people who, like we just mentioned, um, Uyujama and, and Zoe, the people who have like a following, who have a voice, whose words carry clout, when they speak, they take all the bullets. You know what I mean? If if me, with my 4,000 followers, I tweet, hmm, maybe one or two trolls, you know what I mean? Maybe, you know what I'm saying? But if if like Dr. Uma, you know what I mean? Oh, pff, I mean, <laughs> these comments are going to be... I, I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we got to listen. Phil, I but but th- but but that's my point. So what I, what I what I was saying, what I, what I was thinking of, and what I wanted to say was was part of that. It's just how insidious 
and I'm, I'm trying to find the word, but how far it's it's creeped into society where you create these systems where another thing is don't speak ill of the dead or the moment someone dies, you, you shouldn't speak or, of their wrongs. That allows those evils to never be discussed. I wouldn't say right? that's necessarily a UK thing though, but that notwithstanding, no, I'm to, I'm I get your point. Yeah, I get your I'm, point. I'm, I'm talking about the system. And then, then I was actually thinking about it the other day. The other thing that I, I noticed is that like two, three hundred years ago, um, much like Game of, okay, I don't know what that was. Sorry, but much like Game of Thrones, for example, if the royal family, um, the Windsors, if 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 that lineage ruled England, and I would say the king of Spain, and I was like, you know, I kind of like the way England's looking. I'm going to invade that, and I uh, invaded that land. I took over it. I killed the royal family, and I installed my family in. There are kingdoms and royal families that were established via violence. In that way. Today, that can't happen. Because you've now installed a system that makes it impossible for your family to be removed from power. And on top of that, we're now seeing, particularly uh, this past week, where schools are closed, businesses are closed, um, food banks uh, are closed, hospitals are closed, where people who've waited upward of six months to get chemotherapy treatment can't get it because the bank, um, the hospitals are closed because they need to respect and honor the queen. And millions upon millions of dollars are going to be spent on the procession, the, the, the body viewing tour and eventually the coronation of the king and all that. And ultimately I just have to ask like, to all the people who still defend, do you generally believe these people have some sort of God-given right to be better than you? I'm, I don't know. That's all, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to ask. Just gonna ask. You know what, Phil? I, what I wanted to say is I completely and 100% agree with what you're saying. But I once said I fully respect those who are martyrs because I know I'm not. All I want is a peaceful life for me and mine. Um, it's unfair that we have to go through after colonization and all of that. Now we have to go through all this mess just to visit your country. And I, it's unfair, but I'm not going to be the one to fight that. Someone else is, and I have utmost respect for that person. It's just not going to be me because I'm trying to, you know, I'm just, I want, I want soft life and that's bad, but it is what it is. Um, sell out. Uh, Philip, you of all people. <laughs> anyway, well, please tell me. No, no, I what mean, you I know, done? look. Uh, um, I have some other thoughts in addition to what you've said. Okay, I think I don't think there's any need for us to go into the into the depths and the details of the the tyranny of colonization. Everyone who's had any chance to look at history in Zimbabwe will see just how bad it was. If you ever get a chance, just read up on it and just see the tyranny and the brutalities and the atrocities that were committed in the name of colonization and how it wasn't just random acts. It was deliberate and it wasn't just that Queen Elizabeth was there. She was part of the architecture of that colonization, the brutalities behind it. So please do not be mad at colonies who are celebrating her death. Because she was, 
She was not she was not just a statesman who led her people with honor and grace. No, she was literally the architect of their suffering. So when they see her death and they celebrate, that's it is what it is. At the same time, I do understand that there's people who never experienced that suffering and perhaps viewed her as some kind of uh, honorary head and whatever. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, for you, that's something to celebrate. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of how different life is now to how it was 100, 200, 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago. When it almost seemed that the role or the goal of any any civilization, any nation, any village was to conquer those around it. If you conquered, you won. Well done. If you were conquered, ah, tough, you were weak. And I think, what's going on, Philip? I'm playing God Save the Queen. But well, um, now God Save the King. It needs to be renamed, yes. My point is... Uh, you know, I'm also, doesn't it feel like a rousing speech, you know, like in a movie before the half, second half where you're rousing the troops? You know? No, 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 no. This is not that. This is not rousing. I am not aroused. My point is, human society seems to have, air quotes, advanced to a level where it is support or everyone is expected to respect everyone else's right, regardless of where they're from, what race they are, which place they live in. That's the general societal expectation, but that's relatively new. Barely, barely a century ago, our country is going to defeat your country and crush you into nothing. What seemed to be the the general societal uh, um, expectation of how things work. So I think they, the, because there's that lab, that crossover. Because I can't understand how anyone would sit and say, "Yeah, no, I mean, fine, but honestly, she, you can't be mad at her for what happened." I can't understand how anyone would think that way. What are you talking about? What do you mean? If 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 Germany had won the war, would we be saying the same things about Hitler? In my view, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. History one was just one was just yeah, one women. was just exactly. One was just written uh, more one was vilified more than the other by the victors. If Germany had won, would we have heard tales of of the the Africans who were brutally slaughtered the same way that we hear stories of the Jews brutally slaughtered by the Nazis? Probably. So, look, in my opinion, and um, don't get me wrong, I am not saying that the Queen was Hitler. I am saying, <laughs> uh, you know, Dan. Actually, you know, actually, I I think we've got to run the numbers. <laughs> and I don't. I'm not. I'm not even joking. I think we need to run the numbers. Like, okay, how many Jews died in in, in those internment camps, and how many? Brown and black people. Well, look, died so at that. that's hardly a fair comparison. <laughs> that's comparing apples to black people. So I mean, no, you can't do you really. Know, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know, do you know what I think is. Do you know? Do you know what I think. Do you know? I'm. Do you know what I think. Yeah. This is what I'll say. Um, I'm trying to put it in football terms. <laughs> Basically, the queen uh, is Haaland. It's difficult. it's difficult. No, like sure, Hitler was no, Harry no, no, Kane, no, no, no. but the no, queen is Haaland. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hitler was Haaland. Hitler, short, 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 short career. <laughs> High impact. The queen was Alan Shearer, bruh. Three clubs, 20 seasons, consistently hitting 20 goals a Consistent season. Consistent numbers. Consistently. You know? <laughs> and then, we, and then we, when we tally it up, we're like, ah, but anyway, Queenie put some numbers on the board here. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was at Blackburn. Then she went to Newcastle. 
<laughs> Plus there's the England numbers <laughs> The friendlies and the tournaments. Ah, she was doing that. And I mean, in, in, in all the testimonial games after retiring, I mean, those count too. You know what I'm saying? Those, those okay. count too. She was putting numbers on the board. Here's, here's how I want. I, I also want to try to be clear with my thoughts on this. I am by no means an expert on royals, on colonization and black-white relations. There's people who are way more knowledgeable than I am. For example, um, uh, the, the Professor Uju that we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Go, you know, go, go and read their uh, thoughts about this. Here's my thoughts with my limited knowledge. I believe that it's okay for those of you who are not in colonized countries, if you lived in the UK and you viewed the queen as a symbol of the stability of your nation, I'm honestly not even mad at you. That's the land you grew up in. Your land beat us. Okay. I, I mean, you know, congrats, I guess. You guys, you won. All right, cool. Y'all won. If you live in a colonized country or you live in a country that suffered the brutality of the British Empire that was overseen for 70 years by Queen Elizabeth II, I cannot believe, I struggle to believe that you genuinely have admiration. I'm confused. I'm confused. Imagine someone saying, I mean, I know. I know he killed my colleagues, but I mean, you know, Hitler had some, like, I mean, he was really charismatic. I have to give him that. I can't imagine someone saying that. I don't understand. Uh, I can imagine a German person who was part of the National Socialist Party who believes that. Okay, y'all won, I guess. But I can't believe you live in Zimbabwe, South Africa, Kenya, Uganda, whatever the case is. And you say, what a fine example of how to be a statesman who led with grace and honor. I, I'm shocked. I don't, like. It, it, I, I guess they won that bad. All of that having been said, I am not going to to put on my social media any, um, you know, <laughs> any uh, violence. The violence Chicken. even on this podcast is mild. I'm just saying I understand why people are celebrating her death. I'm not necessarily celebrating her death either, but I'm not missing her. I do, I I don't like that. I I literally I I I found out she died. I was like, oh, you, that's you, that. You know, you know, <laughs> you know get, get, like the news of her passing had the exact um, effect as me going to the fridge and realizing that the chocolate I was going for is I ate it last night. I was like, ah, okay. okay, okay. I I, yeah. I think for me it was like um, it was like watching. Uh, Brentford versus Stoke and Stoke mm, lost. Mm. Mm. Oh, mm, 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 mm. cool. So, yeah. hey, if you strongly you know, believe for that. For me, for me, it was, it was like watching, <laughs> you know, watching a 90s action movie. <laughs> and the character you didn't even get to know gets brutally shot by the bad guy. You know, that, those 15 seconds of, oh, no, we're just getting to know him. <laughs> but you, that means you felt at least a little bit of sadness. Like a little, like a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yeah, for, for, for someone I've never met <laughs> who doesn't really exist. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, same way, the same way I mourned for Ned Stark. I was like, oh, oh, oh Neddy. Ned Ford, how good you die? No, I felt sad when Ned died. No, I was shocked. I wasn't sad. I was shocked. 
So okay, there's some people because who feel that she she executed her duties with great aplomb. And she was a great ah, statesman. Did the, ah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Ned Stark executed. Ah, I see you. I see you. Um, so to answer that question, like regardless of whether she was a good person or not, or whether she harmed me or not, she was just good at her job. Really? What was her job? Wasn't her job to just exist? Like, wasn't that literally the nature of her job? Literally. Because look, look at it. Uh, to put it in perspective, the royal family, my man's... King Charles, because we need to get it correct. King Charles, I believe he's 73 this year, is he not? Um, he's now one week into the first job he's ever had in his life. For, for 72 years, my blood's rombe. Professional rombe. Living with his mom. Living with his moms. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> Mommy, please, do you allow me to go with, with some pocket no. money? Um, did you watch his video? I don't, I don't know. Like, I I felt I kind of felt bad for for laughing, but did you watch the tribute video he did like after she, when he announced the death? And he goes like, nope. "I come to you the great sadness. My mama has died. Mama, oh no! You are now with Papa." <laughs> okay, that makes me sad a little. That makes me a little bit sad. I don't want anyone to lose their family. But okay, I again, like I said, I'm not an expert on this. From what I've been, from what I understand. She was a uh, ceremonial head of state, which means she didn't actually have to do she anything. She was not ceremonial. Huh? No, but so that's, that's a, okay, let's stop this. That's a misnomer. So um, there, there are multiple laws that the queen helped push. For example, when Scotland wanted to annex themselves from the UK, she was like, I sure you won't do that again. She put pressure on the parliament and then, Lo and behold, next day the parliament voted to stay within the UK. The other thing, she she passed multiple laws, one of which is a law that allows her to have final say on major political decisions and also to hide her wealth from British taxpayers. If she is indeed ceremonial, how does she have the power to enact those laws? Like, it can't be one thing and the other. I think, I mean, I, I, I don't say it in the sense of it being an absolute truth. What I say it as, I'm sure, obviously, over 70 years, she has definitely had some impact on the way laws have been made and the way the country's made decisions and so on. But my point is, even though she made a few decisions here and there, essentially, the country ran without her. It just continued to run without her input. We will come um, as a nation. So you can- then, sorry. Listen, as a I- commonwealth and indeed a global community. To lay my beloved mother to rest. In our sorrow, let us remember and draw strength from the light of her example. On behalf of all my family, I can only offer the most sincere and heartfelt thanks for your condolences and support. They mean more to me than I can ever possibly express. And to my darling Mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear late Papa, I want simply... Don't laugh, damn fool. Why you laugh at that? Fam, you're 73. 
Her name, her name is Elizabeth, bruh. At 73, Mama. You're not gonna call, you're not gonna call her, you're not gonna call her by her first name. Nah. At 70, I'm still gonna be calling my mom's Mama. 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 Papa, you rang. Okay. So that having been said, and I mean, we've discussed all the like, you know, the the think piece stuff. I want to talk about some of the jokes that were made, which were. <laughs> Look, that day was a top three of all time on Twitter day. Yo, 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 yo. Old school Twitter was back. Old school Twitter was in, uh, it was in rare form. It, it was. was. And do you know the thing is that they made it worse? Is you you had the, the the traditional Twitter, which was like the base of the pizza, mm-hmm. and then you added the this new topping called TikTok. <laughs> oh, oh, that that, that you, you know with the, with the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Gen, with with Gen Gen Z. Ah, nah, it was it was just uh, for, it's very rare that these two combine together like Voltron. But ah, uh, it was fire. It was fire. I, I laughed at so many. I I've saved a few of my favorites that I'd like to share. Some of them are quite niche, but I'll share them anyway. For example, I cracked up at all the tweets about, oh man, the queen died just before she, and then it would be like some random thing that she missed out on. So for example, uh, that she she died just before, um, <laughs> just before, just before the next, or just before the finale of um, House of the Dragon. Or she died before... Um, <laughs> Before summer season when people are going to be wearing booty shorts. Like all those things, for some reason, they were just so funny to me because the idea that she's so, she was going to experience them anyway, nonsense. Then there, there, was, there was the ads. <laughs> there was, um, it's time for a monarchy overhaul. Shop black attire on Sheen and the next week and get 10% off with the code Lizzie. I was like, yo, tonight, a brand new bombshell enters the villa. And it's a picture of Prince Charles. <laughs> And then there was the one of the queen when Meghan Markle comes to say her goodbyes and then it's the undertaker at the coffin and then he wakes up and he, did you see that one? Yeah. Oh I think my goodness. This one is the most British one yet. This, so this, is, this, is, this is an actual news report, Dan. This is an actual news report. Let me put mm-hmm. it. Apparently mourners are now being asked to leave certain things at home. What, what are they asking folks to stop bringing? Yes, it, it, you couldn't help but have a little smile when you heard that the, the, the government has asked people to kindly not bring Paddington bears and marmalade sandwiches and leave them out here as a memorial. Now, of course, if you, you are familiar with the Queen's Jubilee, there was that adorable video that the Queen starred. <laughs> good, good, good week to, to be a marmalade company. I'll say that much. Someone says, I can't believe Olivia Wilde's PR team killed the queen to hide the story of Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> Just, wow. Yo, speaking, yeah. It was, well, at, the, at least that was a nice reprieve because, yo, I still don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. What's that? I don't understand that the whole. Ah, we discussed it, Phil. Ah, it's, it's the white people business. It's none of our business. Um. There was there was a joke that was going around that Queen Elizabeth's corgis would be buried alive with her. Oh, p- white people lost their minds, minds. <laughs> what about Barbaric? A barbaric, barbaric custom. How could you? you, you so after they flipped out, you just, just 
spoke to them about like how the Mau Mau were buried and just see like would they respond the same way? You know, just just throw that in there. Yeah, I know. Anyway, let's move on. Let's do that. Let's move on. Yes, there's more. There's more death. Let's speak. Let's speak about the uh, the death of a real queen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Sad, yeah, sad news. We, we, sad, we, sad news. This is we're gonna go gaga ga, ga through a lot of these stories, but let's take, spend some time talking about uh, a name that many Zimbabweans will be very familiar with, uh, well known as Maisorobi. Her name was Rodam Tembe. She was uh, popular in TV shows, most particularly Parafin. She was, uh, if you guys will remember, she played my Sorobi in Paraffin. Uh, she died at 79 this past week. So, uh, yeah, some sad news over there. And uh, it, was, it was a big sort of story in the arts world because she was, you know, such a well-known face. Uh, of course, we hadn't seen her in a long time on TV. Um, unless there was stuff that I didn't know of, but um, that was sad to hear. So, Dan, uh, Dan please tell me, how, how familiar are you with anything on ZBC? That's what I was about to say. Very, very unfamiliar. How familiar are you with anything in the theater circuit? I mean, a little bit familiar with the theater, just a tiny bit, a tiny bit, you know. Um, I have some friends in the circuit, you know, Sean, for example, he's in the theater circuit, you know. Um, I have some friends from back in high school who are, you know, drama nerds who are just somehow in the theater circuit. So every now and again, I'll come across what's going on, but I am by no means someone who follows them. Um. Let's move on to another big story from this week. Miss Zimbabwe was crowned this week. That's technically not Did accurate. Did you go? It was Miss Zimbabwe Queen. However, mm. as Miss Zimbabwe Queen, she will represent Zimbabwe at a lot of different international uh, oh, okay. budgets. So not, not Queen Consort? No, 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 no. Not Queen Consort. She will represent Zimbabwe at uh, Miss... Like a, lot, a whole lot of these, uh, these like different Miss somethings. And it's said that she will most likely also represent Zimbabwe at uh, Miss Universe, Miss World, and Miss Supranational, which are the three biggest. Um, Miss uh, Supernatural? Supranational. This is a new one. It's the third biggest in the world. When did it start? I don't remember. What? Supranational? Oh, yes. Do they, well, all, so, have to, uh, do they all have to drift to uh, the Supras? How close do you follow the, the, pageant, uh, the pageant industry there, bro? I'll have you know, Dan, I am glued to fashion TV. To it. Okay. Okay. Last year, Miss Lithuania blew me away. Her posture, her poise. Personally, Miss Micronesia has always been my favorite. Two years in a row. Mm. Mm. Look, okay. So here's, here's a story. Congratulations, first of all, to uh, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Charlotte. I want to say her name correctly. Congratulations to Charlotte Muziri, the 25-year-old Mashringo native who was crowned Miss Zimbabwe Queen and will be representing Zimbabwe at uh, several international uh, pageants. Uh, Mashringo? Beautiful women. What? (laughs) Wow, Philip. Wow. (laughs) So rude. (laughs) Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> she must be a transplant. She must have grown. She must have like been born in Harare or something. <laughs> well, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna something. feel bad now because um, when she was announced, first of all, beautiful. She's 
she ca- she's beautiful she looks amazing i i have some feelings about beauty pageants but um mm. it's not it's not our place to say anything Debbie. it's not my place it's not my place mm. so if you guys are willing to continue supporting and celebrating them then all good i'm on board yeah so like she had like really incredible like her swimsuit pictures were incredible she just looked so so confident and present and i loved it i had some questions about her makeup in one of the shoots but again that no once again not your place not i'm your getting place. into women's business you're right you're right the point is she was a beautiful person and she won however obviously as you know part of the pageants are to see uh, to test your intelligence and your knowledge so they they ask questions and there were some videos going around of her answering some of these questions she has a particularly strong zimbabwean accent her english is not um the queen's english and many people had some strong words to say about that i just want to quickly address those people mm. when, emancipate yourself from mental slavery cuz they're like oh so if she's going to represent us on the international stage and she can't even speak english i'm like bruh there's going to be miss malaysia miss polynesian islands miss miss gonaresho miss france and most of them are probably not going to be able to speak english or if they do speak english it's going to be with a heavy accent but because it's a zimbabwean accent to you somehow that's <sighs> inferior somehow in your head sorry excuse me let me just come on just make sure we're in the right tone of voice for this. Somehow in your head, you think that because she's speaking with a Zimbabwean accent or that her English is not perfect, then somehow that makes her mm. inferior or not good enough. I would like to posit to you that you have been mentally colonized and you are unable Post-dust. to distinguish the difference between being able, able to speak well and being intelligent. Those two are not connected. Come on now. Those are not connected. Speak now. English well specifically? No. As long as she is demonstrated a certain level of intelligence, I have no worry about her speaking on the international stage. She looks beautiful. She you know dresses well. She's mm. great great body, great poise, great confidence, perfect. And she's she's a she's a, a like a, a model with like a lot of years of experience. You know, I, I, and I'll I personally will be proud. You know, there's a little bit of role play. Just to show how proud I will be. You be Steve Harvey. At the Supra International, <laughs> and I'll be, I'll, I'll be here. So ask me one of the questions. <laughs> I don't like where this is going, Philip. <laughs> I don't want to have to delete another section of this week's episode like I had to last week. <laughs> Wait, what did you delete? No, nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, Our next question goes to Miss Zimbabwe. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Zimbabwe, Charlotte, I have a question for you. <laughs> Cryptocurrency has taken over the world. <laughs> Yet, many people who are concerned about the world's Natural resources worry that cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin contribute to massive power usages and potentially destroying our environment. How would you suggest that we solve the problem of cryptocurrency and its impact on our environment? Uh, thank you, Mr. Arf. First and foremost... <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Let's, let's, uh, oh, no, looks like my equipment is malfunctioning here. Oh, no. <clears throat> 
I would like to posit that Zimbabwe Electricity Transportation and Distribution Commission handles the Bitcoin because in Zimbabwe we don't have a power crisis. It goes every day. We are fine. Thank you. Anyway, so look. so that when she says that, when she says, "I'll be proud, man," but like you, you speak, you say, "Girl, come on." I would actually let me let me put it this way. I would cringe a little bit if at an on an international stage, Miss Zimbabwe had an American or British accent. That would make me cringe. I would love mm. to hear a little bit of. I, I want to hear some Zimbabwean flavor in there. Um. Mm. So I mean, as much as we're joking around here about accents, I want their sha. You know, I want their sha. Yeah, just mufungi. I want to accentuate like. Steve, you know, I come from a very small town called Mashingo Mufunge. Like that's what I want. I, I want, I I want to hear the question start with "hede." That's what I want. I want ah. to "hede" at oh, the or like, or like a "ah." Aba aba aba, so pindram funzi. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's also what I want to hear. Okay. Long story short, I'm making. I'm, I mean, we're joking, Steve, but in all honesty, you, I just think- pay money for airtime. I don't, I don't, I, she must be able to, to express herself well, but I have no issue whatsoever with that accent. I would actually prefer there be an accent. So yeah, congratulations mm-hmm. to, uh, to Charlotte for winning Miss Zimbabwe Queen, doing your thing, doing your thing. Very proud of you, young lady. Congratulations also to the second and third princesses. Um, uh, Stacy Hassam was second princess and first princess was Jinam Temeri representing mm. Bulawayo and Harare respectively. Stacy and Gina uh, also had very strong showings. Well done. You guys looked incredible. However, um, I read two articles because uh, I didn't attend. I read two articles about the event. One was from the Herald and one was from the Newsday. Wait, wait, wait. What's the fuzzer? What's the fuzzer? It just says arts reporters. So I don't know. Damn it. It's, I know. Yeah, Tafazza would always put his name on it. Well, um, the the one from the Herald is mostly it's mostly you know positive our oh, great event uh, it says right at the end I mean after saying uh, good stuff good stuff good stuff but some people had mixed feelings um, and then it says but it ends up saying but generally the show was praised for bringing the lost glory in the industry the Newsday article oh my goodness this is how it starts not everything goes according to plan. This sums up the inaugural Miss Zimbabwe Queen held at Harare International Conference Center on Saturday. With all the hype and publicity that had been created, many followers of pageantry were left disappointed as the execution failed to go according to script. The brainchild of former mm. Miss Zimbabwe, Tendai Wangani Wunda, and fellow beauty queen Hilda Mabu, the pageant was scheduled to start at 6 p.m. And from that time up to 10 p.m., there was neither music nor MC. It was completely Whoa. silent. Four hours. <laughs> as if people were in a fancy library. Yet one could tell that the organizers had resources, but confusion could be seen all over the place. Setup of the VVIP tables and stage was still being done, and guests were moved from seat to seat and table to table. It was embarrassing. The sound crew began testing the microphones when all the guests were seated. Yo. Uh, As if that was not enough, the highly publicized red carpet event that was supposed to start at 6 p.m. flunked, and in trying to make up for the mess, there was a photo shoot instead. However, people were dressed for the event and looked flawless, and then there's some praise. So, uh, yeah, I mean, inaugural event, we've spoken about events uh, in Zim. I really wish we could just increase the level, but still, still, congratulations to winners. Congratulations, Charlotte, and the two runners-up. Uh, you guys look beautiful, and I wish you the best in your tenure as Miss Zimbabwe Queen and the respective runners-up. I can't believe we still worry about accents. You know, and we used to care about it so much in school. Ugh, so stupid. 
Once again, Dan, going back to remember in school where we weren't allowed to speak Shona. Why weren't we allowed to speak Shona in school? How could Dan? you imagine? Why we, you are not allowed to speak Shona in school? That's crazy. What? Hmm? Why is that? Why is that? Hmm? It's Think about insane, that. man. Insane. Hmm? Why did Why did black women? Why, why were they banned from coming with afros or their natural hair over? Or they, or they only had to have braids. In some instances, they had to go with number ones. Huh? Do you know how traumatic that was for us men? <laughs> how are we supposed to nyanga women? <laughs> yeah, no. You know what? The the, to- <laughs> the toxicity levels on this episode, this one's for you. My gents, my guys. This one's for you. <laughs> Ladies, I'm sorry. We'll be back next week with the usual <laughs> Equalist, high standards. We'll rebalance. We'll rebalance. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, our audience is growing, Dan. We've got to feed both sides. <laughs> got to feed both sides. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, we're just in a silly mood, yo. We had a very stressful week. So this, 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 this being silly. You know, we're in rare form. This is, it's what they like. It's entertaining. <laughs> Next story. So I was wondering about this story. So I want to do a little bit of research on it. And I have an opinion I want to ask you as well on this. So uh, this past week, the University of Zimbabwe students were protesting. There were some strikes, very high profile, that were happening on campus uh, after an, a 1,000% uh, school fees hike was announced. Um, so university students, uh, they had flash demonstrations, I think over several days, uh, it was all over social media. Um, there was discussions of it becoming a political event and da, 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 da. Um, apparently what they say is that, uh, the institution without any explanation increased fees from around about 50,000, the students were paying to 500,000 Zimbabwe dollars, which is half a million dollars as explained by the mm-hmm. SRC rep. No consultations were made. Uh, with union leaders, there was no cons- consultation with students at all, and we are angry. We can't afford this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, of course, uh, fees must fall was trending, and the students were out in the streets. Um, I am almost always on the side of the people who are fighting to get prices down. And in this case, I don't know enough yet, but I'm inclined to think that it's I'm on their side as well. I just don't know enough. But when I heard fifty thousand, I was like, okay, but wait. Surely, for an institution that's meant to be taken seriously with good resources and good teachers and so on and all of that, surely it can't be charging 50,000 Zim dollars per semester. Right? Yeah. So surely there was going to be a price increase. As to whether it's justified for it to be 500,000, again, I don't know. It sounds steep. It sounds high to me. I think there must have been at least you can't just go a thousand percent. That's just wild. But obviously 50,000 is too little. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but that sounded like crazy low to me. Um, to you, Dan. That's the, and I think yeah. that's the point. And to you. Look. If the discussion is about should education be accessible to all, the answer is yes. Does the burden fall on an individual um, Institution? The answer is no. So yes, 50,000. I mean, it it should be affordable for everyone, but it can't be one university's job to just keep your prices low so everyone can come. Either there has to be government subsidies or there has to be some sort of plan for the nation. Again, I'm not an expert on this. I don't know. But I can't imagine that it was expected that what is supposed to be the premier institution in Zim, which is the University of Zimbabwe, be charging 50,000 Zim dollars to have tertiary education on world-class um, um, facilities, which I know they don't have, 
But that is the goal, right? It's supposed to be the best and the biggest in the country. So it should be world-class facilities with the best educators who are paid well, the best staff who look after the place well. Surely 50,000 per month is not enough unless that's what the policy and the government is, is covering the rest of the cost or I don't know, whatever the case is. Again, I don't know if the, the, the raise should have been 500,000. That seems steep. Uh, but even in isolation, if without me not knowing any figures, if I was just asked, how much do you think it costs per semester at the University of Zimbabwe? I don't, I don't have the figures off the top of my head, but I might have guessed somewhere in the region of 500,000. Zim dollars. Maybe lower. Maybe I would have guessed 300,000. So, <clears throat> I think we need to separate the, the two topics. One is what's reasonable and fair. Yeah. And one is whose responsibility is to control the government. Yeah. So, I'll start with the latter. The latter is the University of Zimbabwe has always been a government-subsidized institution. Yeah. Right? The, mo- the moment the president became the chancellor of that university, that's, that's, that's what it was. So, the students are well within their rights to say, yo, this is a government-subsidized institution. Plus, if you've ever been to, if you've ever been to use it, you don't even have to go in, inside the campus. Dan, have you ever driven past use it on Churchill? Uh, re- do you mean recently or over time? Because I used to, my, my dad used to be a lecturer there back in the day. I was in the UZ all just, the time. Just in the past year, have you ever driven past uh, on Churchill? I have driven past, past yeah. UZ. Mm. Have, you, have, you, have you driven past with your windows open? Yep. Have you caught a whiff? Yep, 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 mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, so it, that's it's, not it's just a striking, oh, it's nice. a striking whiff. And it's, it's a pungent, a pungent uh, nostril killer. That's what we we smell as we drive past. Yep. Students deal with that every day. That's there. That's just the permanent. Like if if they were coming to your house and you had like potpourri, they'd be like, "Yo, it stinks in here, y'all. What's yeah, up? what's going on here?" So there's that. The standards have dropped. The government positioned themselves and posited themselves as the people who would subsidize this to make it accessible. A lot of, and you can even for it's a pretty we recorded late. It would have been good to phone your dad, actually, because you could have phoned him and asked him and said, yo, dad, back in your day, were school fees subsidized by the government? And he would probably say yes. A lot of institutions, or rather, a lot of students' tuitions were covered by the government. That is why we have some of the most educated, um, not millennials, but millennials and boomers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of very highly educated people. Yeah, yeah. Because they basically got free free degrees. That's part of the reason. So there's that. Then on the other side is just being fair, right? People are on fixed incomes. Yeah. Doctors right now, which is ironic because you spend all those years going to use it for sometimes eight to twelve years. You became a doctor. You think you're doing the right thing. You now enter the medical fraternity, and the government is paying you a pittance. Some of those salaries are about two, three hundred dollars. Maybe um, I think at the, at the last um, uh, finance uh, finance report, um, Tuli said that uh, doctors were earning five hundred dollars. Right? Let's take him at face value, five hundred bucks. Right? If you've now budgeted that I've got Dan, who's now be, because starting to be an undergrad at the University of Zimbabwe, I now need to put aside. equivalent for his semester tuition. I've done that. But that's not all, right? There's housing fees. There's food. There's transport. 
there's um, book fees, there's overs. So you might end up running maybe three, four hundred dollars just for a semester. And you you you've now budgeted that okay, I've got a fixed income, I've got five hundred dollars, semester one has been paid for, bam. Your son now reports for semester two, and instead of it being seventy dollars just for tuition, it's now seven hundred dollars for tuition. Even though to you it might seem like that's a fair amount to charge. It's not to someone who's been budgeting and gone nine months into the year expecting to pay $70. And that's the problem. And keep in mind, it wasn't $70 in January. It's only $70 now because the rate has gone up. In January, that probably was maybe $250. Like, if we had the time, we could check. But who are we to research? Mm. So, and that's the issue. And I think if you're protesting that, I absolutely see nothing wrong with that at all. Because what, what should happen in a normal society is, hey, guys, we're now pegging tuition at the, at the country's inflation rate, which according to the, the RBZ is 100%. So if you put it at 100%, then at least people know how to budget. And they know how to plan. You can't institute a 1,000% increase overnight. That's ridiculous, especially after people have, re- have reported to campus. The, 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 the reason why these protests are happening on campus is because oh, they're they already there. there. And, yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to being told two, three weeks beforehand, oh, by the way, guys, this was going to happen. It would still be an issue, but the fact that you waited for them to report to campus shows either that you guys are terrible at planning which is really concerning because you're teachers and you should know because you're teaching people how to plan or you just don't care. So, I mean, again, I'm not in disagreement with you at all. And I don't want to make it seem like I think they shouldn't be protesting. Of course, I I get it. I would also be on the front lines. Like you guys are crazy, a thousand percent. But the thing is, when I saw this, when I saw the protest a thousand percent, I was like, what? And then I saw the figures and I was like, um, students, well, obviously it depends on what you're studying and, you know, uh, and the different things that you're studying, but someone was using these figures that it was 50,000. Now it's around five, 500,000 for context. For those of you who are unable to wrap your figure, your minds around these figures, 500,000 Zim dollars is roughly $700. Let's say $800, 800 us dollars for a semester. Now, if it's government subsidized, cool. But you you have just spoken about how the standards have fallen. If you were given the mandate as Philip Chad, you are now in charge to f- try and fix the situation that's going on in the UZ. We want to make sure that the standards go back up. I am sure that the first thing you would do when you looked at the numbers is like, we're charging how much? 50,000. You're telling me that someone is paying 70 bucks for a semester, three months or whatever that is, of university education, 70 US dollars at what's supposed to be the premier institution in Zimbabwe. That don't make sense. But the way you go about it doesn't make sense. However, the the thing is like, the thing is like what you are saying in a vacuum, in a vacuum, right? Okay. So let me, let me address the other part that you mentioned earlier. It's true that the economy is in the toilet. People don't have uh, that kind of disposable income. And, this is supposed to be a government subsidized institution. I don't have the answers to those. I don't have the solutions to those. 
I, I'm not sitting here saying that this is what you should do and this is what you should do and whatever. So I'm not here saying that you mustn't process. I understand it. I get it. Go, students, go. Fees must fall. But as I'm sitting here, I'm like, wait, how much were you paying? How much do they want you to pay now? And for the average person, absolutely. $700, $800 is unattainable. But if I were to ask you right now, Philip, for you to go to Cambridge University in the UK, how much is it going to cost per semester? Hold apples on. And oranges, I am comparing apples and oranges, but there's a point I'm trying to make. That's because there are, okay, let's, let's, let's make the comparison this way. If I was a parent who lived in the United States and I have an, I'm an average parent with an average job and my child has reached university age, I would, terrible example. I would love to send them to an Ivy League school. Terrible example. Because well, I suppose because of student loans and so on. Um, no, it's because Zimbabwe was built on a socialist. Education-wise, we were built on a socialist backbone. America is a capitalist society. They all have the, 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 the negatives and the positives. But that, that example doesn't make sense. What, what you would say is the perfect example would be someone like your mom who grew up in Russia. Who also has a socialist thing. Because in, in, in Russia, there's a similar, there's a similar model. Or in China, there's a like, like, higher education. Right now is not the time to be throwing out these kind <laughs> you of... You are who you are, Dan. Okay. Stop, yeah, stop but sometimes, of course you are who you are, but you, a, a, a shrewd person knows when to reveal certain elements about himself and when to be like, nah, now is not the time. Anyway, my anyway but yes. Is, nothing happens in a vacuum. So... I get what you're saying. So, so the thing uh, is, what you're saying the thing is that mm-hmm. the, the thing is that there's a social contract that's been implied since independence, maybe even before independence, that UZ is a tertiary institution that's accessible to all, as long as you have the points. Like anyone should be able to reasonably afford to attend the child Great. of a domestic worker or the child of a business leader, right? You should be able to attend and receive a quality education. That's the dream we've been sold. That's the mandate that they're still under till today. So if they want to shift from that, they should shift from that with fair and advanced warning. Students should not be caught unawares. 100%. You should say, guys, so if you're using your example, someone should hop on and be like, eh, guys, I'm looking at the books. This isn't right. Then you go to the student body and you go to the parents, whoever is, all stakeholders involved. And you say, guys, this was our old mandate. Over the next few years, all we are saying with the class that just uh, arrived. So the class, let's say, what was it, 2022? So the class of 2026, you guys are going to be the last class to attend UZ under these conditions. From the class of 2027 onwards, this is the new fee structure. This is the new mandate. Why why would you tell the parents? Just that. Why would you tell? Because they're not affected. Their kids are the same as it was. You'd have to make that announcement to the nation. But I would say that that, okay, you sit and you look at the books. You literally can't pay your lecturers and teachers, your staff, your groundskeepers, your caretakers. You can't pay security. You can't maintain the grounds that you're on and the buildings that you're using and the equipment that you're using. You're literally looking at that in the situation you're in. It's supposed to be subsidized. It's supposed to be a somewhat socialist state that allows for the government to do this and that, but it's not. So I, I'm sitting here and I'm dangerously sounding like I'm defending the capitalist. I am not. I am saying I am shocked at the figures and the numbers here. I think this is way lower than I thought it would be. 
However, they should not have increased. They absolutely should not have increased. But thousand percent, that's crazy. So, that's crazy. There's no way you should have done that. Let me give you one. Let me let me give you one example that 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 shows how foolhardy this this procedure was. Let's say, for example, you're Dan. Yeah. Um, you, you might even be an orphan, but you you know what? you you put you put your your elbow to the grindstone and you worked your butt off. All A's throughout school. You got twenty five points at A level. You're like, I want to become an engineer, but I can't. I can't get a. Um, I can't. I can't get a a place at a school outside Zimbabwe because I'm an orphan. I don't have a passport. And there's there's, there's so many stories like that. I know of so many stories like that. I don't have a passport, but you know what? I managed to approach a business person or a company who have a scholarship fund, and they're like, "I bet we'll pay for you. Use it. What's what's the figure? Bam." As a business now, they have to maintain their balance sheet, right? So, the, so they pay for your your ter- your education, um, housing, food, clothing, the works. How do you then go back to them and say, uh, "Yo, guys, thousand uh, percent discrepancy"? You might need to cover. Of course, they're gonna be like, "Yo, fam, we balance the books." Depending on the nature of the organization, they're like, "Yo, we're already we already closed our budgets. We've yeah, yeah." I again. So no- I get how this will be such a huge problem. I, I, I don't know how this can be fixed. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the answers. But I think, I think we can all agree. An increase doesn't sound ridiculous. Increasing the fees doesn't sound ridiculous. The way in which you increase them is nonsensical. Yep. yep. I was reading That's here. It. So not only do they increase fees, but they increased, for example, uh, accommodation fees. Used to be seventy one thousand Zim dollars for the term or the semester. Now it's six hundred sixteen US dollars, or equivalent in local currency for the new semester. <laughs> so the the thing that truly frustrates me is, and Dan, you you and you and I live in Zimbabwe, so we see these jokes. Yeah, you know the jokes, like especially the jokes that are cracked about UZ students, especially girls at UZ. Yep, right. You are perpetuating the exact problem that these girls. Are. Do you think? Do you think some of these nineteen? 20-year-old women when I get picked up by 45-year-old men, 50-year-old men. You know what I mean? It's it's survival. They're literally like, yo, I've got to get this degree. I've got to figure it out. And in the meantime, I've got to figure out how to pay these bills, get this food, pay rent, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now you're exacerbating the situation tenfold. Well, actually, a thousand percent. Yeah. Which is tenfold, so. Um, yeah, anyway... <laughs> Shout out to the students out there. I hope that some solution comes up and I hope that, uh, yeah, y'all aren't. Because imagine now, that's such a tough position to be in, man. I don't know who to blame. Well, okay, I do know who to to ultimately blame. We do know, we do know. (laughs) But it's very very easy. Man, everything's broken. Ah, Okay. Um, So speaking of everything being broken, um, It's, it's every time I, I leave home, I just see how more things are broken. So funny, funny, fun fact, a follow-up, follow-up from the, the, the issue. Uh, so I spoke to the lawyer. He was like, yeah, there's no consumer protection in Zimbabwe. Like the, the, the best you can do outside of proving like, um, like serious um, quality of life uh, damage is, is just have them cover your medical bills. I was like, damn it, I'm a medical aid. Damn it. <laughs> so I'm you, currently canceling my medical aid. So that you... <laughs> so you're telling me they wouldn't... He literally said... He literally says that 
uh, I, I won't give the full consultation on it, but yeah. basically it was such a disheartening conversation because he laid it out. And I was like, actually, like he, he, he literally, you know, like it's those weird conversations. Like sometimes I have them where like I'll tell someone, someone's going to do this, 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 and this, and this. And then the person on the other end is like, yo, how did you know? Because that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what my lawyer is. Like they did this, right? And then they, they did this. Did they do this? It's like, yeah, that's the playbook because there's no consumer protection in Zimbabwe. So it is what it is. I was like, damn. That sucks, man. About and this this works. This goes across so many spectrums in Zim. Like, so many things are broken. Think about how bad that is overall, Phil. Just think, like, if my goal is to make as much profit as possible, but I don't have to worry about what happens to the consumer, what on earth are we eating, bruh? Yeah. And then... It, 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 I don't know if you've seen like there was a video doing the rounds on on WhatsApp and, and social media of like how to test if your food is real and then like they 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 boil the rice yeah I see, saw like, that no mm. this is plastic rice and, and for the first one I was like this is this is weird and then after having the conversation with my lawyer I was like wait a minute don't do that Phil you'll give yourself stress eh don't do that just mm-hmm. eat quiet I, I will give uh, okay listeners I want to give you guys one tip okay. This was Just this this came to me from someone who claimed to have inside information. Just the tip came to him. If you are if you go to a butchery or like a specialized place, all good. But if you're at a supermarket, never ever buy the steak pie, the curry pie, or any pie that is advertised as spiced. Because what I was told is that no, when meat goes off, they add a bunch going of off, but going about to turn. About to, about to turn. So it's got that pungent taste and so on. They just shove a bunch of pepper on it, put it in a pie and sell it to you as a curry pie or a steak pie. Of course, I mean, if you're buying it from a, like a, a place that specializes in pies and whatever, sure. I mean, they're actually trying to make a steak pie that's got pepper in it or whatever. But just a piece of advice. If you're at a supermarket, yeah. don't buy this, the curry or the, the pepper pie. This, is, this it, is why I don't eat processed meat. So any processed meats, just don't... So even if it's, if it's boerwurst, frankfurter, what, even hamburger meat, don't do it. So what? If you want, go to a butcher you trust that you know has high quality meats and make your own burger patties. It it takes two minutes to make your own burger patty, but don't make don't get pre made processed meats. The other thing is, if you like like um, pre marinated meats, uh, don't. Particularly yeah. like the spice like. The spice, as Dan said, because what they'll do is you used to buy that a lot, eh? Uh no. So what? Let me tell you what I do, Dan. I actually I get I, like if I go to Food Lovers, for example, I'll go to the aisle with the meat, just plain, and I'll look at the the package date because they they have to be honest about that. If they're lying about that, then I don't know what to do. Like then you're out of <laughs> options. But I look at the packing date, and then I'll go to the butcher with that meat, and I'm like, marinate this for me. So at least there, that kind of protects me because I really do like the like the food lovers marinade. I just don't trust the marinade over there. When when I when I was richer than I am now, I would strictly buy meat at butcheries. But mm. anyway, um, and that concludes the food program of Tubertubes. Consume advice by TBT. We move forward with some gaga conversations. The world of hip hop was rocked. Oh wait, that was an unintentional that was an unintentional pun. Was shaken by the news that uh, PNB Rock was shot to death 
um, at a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles while having lunch with his girlfriend. Um, the story that first started doing the rounds was that his girlfriend posted on Instagram, oh, just out here with my boo. And then a few minutes later, someone came to rob him and killed him. Um, it has now been updated. That's not actually what happened. He posted himself um, that he was going to be there and then um, got robbed. Uh, you have to remember, I think, uh, I can't remember where this was said. Um, rappers are very often targeted um, by robbers and muggers because they often have jewelry and cash and, you know, because of the lifestyle that they live. So whenever someone knows that there's a rapper or, or something in the vicinity, they can get robbed. But I wonder if there was a particular, you know, sometimes maybe there's gangs involved or I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so it was sad news. Um, the only, it's sad to hear this, but there, I think there's two points here that I wanted to mention. So number one, there was a CNN article that came out yesterday. It was very interesting. That mentioned that since 2018, at least one rapper per year has died from this kind of targeting. Uh, gun violence. So from the days of Nipsey Hussle, um, XXX Tentacion, uh, Pop Smoke, Young Dolph, King Vaughn. So that's like, yo, this is, this, this is not, these are not in, isolated incidents. Like this is, uh, they're being targeted. Mm. Second, secondly, um, I think like the first thing that people started posting when the news broke was, damn, you shouldn't have done that girl. Damn girl. You shouldn't have done that. Like, yo, imagine how she's feeling already. She just lost the father of her children. Um, they already had a previous incident, similar, someone similar that he spoke on and that academics dropped a video for. So shame the pile on academics is also just trash, but yeah, that's sad. Um, I don't really want to dwell too much on it because it's really depressing. But it did have yeah. me thinking, though, Dan. And um, and I'm wondering as as you're about to get married, have you ever had the conversation with your woman about yo? If things go down, this is the protocol. No. Why? Why? Why would I have to have that conversation? What do you wait? What do you mean? So, wait. I'm actually surprised. So there's there's various there's various ways it could go down, but so like if I if if I'm with the women, I'll have multiple things. So like the the simplest thing is I always tell her always walk on my right side and always walk ahead of me. That just pretend, that, that ensures that like if there's a mugger, for example, if you're ahead of me, if he tries to mug you, I'm behind. I can intercede. I can protect you from traffic or anything like that. Right? That that's just a safety thing. But then also like if say for example. Like, I like to go for walks, right, or, or drugs, and sometimes we'll, we'll go with. And I was just like, yo, there might be the likelihood of someone trying to rob us. In the event that they do this, this is what you should do, right? Stuff like that. Or the the most extreme example is we might be at the club. Excuse me. Something might pop off. And, you know, like, this is the procedure. Like, if it pops off, just run to the car, start the engine, don't worry. Stuff like that. You, you remember that conversation with that? The closest to that, um, it's not really a conversation, but I did explain that, for example, if we are walking together, I always insist on being uh, curbside. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the reasoning behind that is that if there's any issue with cars, traffic, a car, 
ski, uh, veering off or whatever, it's, you know, I'm between you and the car at least. And also at the same time from the other direction, if there's someone darting out of a building or trying to whatever, they're going to, uh, at least I'm closer to them to be able to react if necessary. So for, that's the only thing that, you know, we've ever, uh, she probably doesn't even remember because she's like, why do you walk that way? I was like, no, I always walk curbside. So it's the only thing I insist on doing, but I don't and, know, but, man. But that's the, but, but that's the that's thing you just touched on. Is that's the luxury that they, they, they don't, they like, don't get it, you know, because, because you have to think that way. And, <laughs> and sometimes you have to explain to her like, yo, and she'll be like, no, you're being dramatic. And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm trying to protect you. To be fair, Phil, <laughs> when it comes to about being in danger or in fear in public, they have way more to worry about than we do. So, <laughs> but that, that's that. But that's my point: is that you, if you're used to worrying, but you you know you don't have backup, you operate in a different way, as opposed to having to account for the fact that oh, okay, he's here, but for for he, for him to be able to protect or to do what he wants to do to, to make sure that I get home safe, I need to consider that. Because, like, she might walk with, like, a keys and a knuckle, for example, or have mace in the bag and whatnot. But in certain instances, that might escalate because if, if say, for example, you get into a fracas, so hypothetical, you're on radio, right? Let's say you, you go out. And this has kind of happened before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, an, an artist who, who feels that they're not getting radio play approaches you. You will then make the calculus, and you know what? I can de-escalate the situation, but in order to de-escalate the situation, you need to I not be here. To, mm. I, I I just have to I just have to, I have to eat like my words. I have to eat my words because the argument, winning this argument, isn't worth what, what what's going to happen. Yeah. But then she might be like, "Screw you!" <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh God, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Show him, baby, show him." <laughs> <laughs> you know those type of conversations or i've been in situations where um i think i i, I can't remember if i've said the story like I was, when i was like dating an attractive woman and then like guys were trying to feel up on her and then I, I had to step to them but instead of her going to the car she was panicking screaming saying stop fighting and trying to get me off the dudes which in actuality just made me a sitting target because now you're holding me back and these guys are just swinging on me. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, so sad news about PNB Rock. Uh, we also got their Freeman nominations. Moving on with Gaga Ga this week. Um, uh, Wait, we had some... Uh, <laughs> you didn't even finish that discussion, but yeah, you need to, once again, gentlemen, make sure you have that conversation with the women and also make sure that you are also figuring out like how you can protect your MC. <laughs> uh, I don't... Look, you know what? Okay, back to that issue of that conversation before we move on. I think, realistically, is the worry that comes with having to always look over your shoulder worth the low likelihood of that scenario ever really coming up? Um, it's not. It's not a worry. It's like for me, it's always if I've planned it out, and and that's why I think, like in certain instances. Like from driving to fracases at the club. So keep in mind, like I I see a different side of the club as well. Because like whenever I'm out, I'm working. So I'll see things from a different side where I can I can deduce and I'll tell the the, the security, yo, this is about to be a problem. Step in there, that type of thing. So it, it's just scenario mapping. 
it's not really like stressing myself out or, or making myself anxious. It's just more so understanding and visualizing, okay, if this situation is going to pop off, how will it pop off? And what can I do to mitigate it? It's like whenever I get into a building or if I go to a festival, I always look for the exits. I'm like, okay, just in case something happens, I know my exit. Stuff like that. Wouldn't you, what, would she not also start worrying? No. Because, because, uh, because I mean, okay, she, realistically. No, because, no, because it's, it's a once-off conversation. It, it doesn't have to happen more than once. You just, you just tell her, yo, if, if, we're going for, if we're going for on a walk, for example, and we get mugged, I will, I will take the heat. You just run, right? You don't need to scream. You don't need to escalate. Just I'll tell the guys, yo, guys, I'm going to handle, like, take what you need from me. Just let her go. And then you go. And when you can get help, get help. But don't scream. Don't escalate the situation because it's going to escalate. And then they're going to get defensive. And it's going to be a problem. Because I can replace a phone. I can't replace you. I can't replace me. Well, I, I, you know what I, I'm saying? I can replace you. But, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean, not now, but previously, you know. <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. I see, I see the last trip was really, really strengthened that bond. No, I mean, this I mean, here it's irreplaceable. I just mean. So you know it depends on the situation. But, but, other situations, but the, the like, one, the one thing that did come up is even though the um, his woman wasn't the reason that he, the um, the ops, quote unquote, were able to find him. Yeah, that's another thing. Just in general, for men and women, yo, I know like social media has made it the thing to post like where where you at and what you're doing and this done the third. But one thing I've realized and one thing I do now is I I usually post. Like After. I've had somewhere mm. when I've left. Yeah, same. particularly for women. So um, I, I, I start. I've started doing that now as well. Like uh, I'm, I'm quite deliberate. I'm gonna post me being somewhere. I've already left that place, um, and I, I don't think it's necessarily paranoia. It's just I think I'm just a little bit more aware now. Once upon a time, social media filled the people we followed and followed back were people we know. I don't know. We would broadcast our location. Yeah. Squarespace. Four, four, four square. Four square. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fab. And we would be annoyed. I'm no longer the mayor. <laughs> we would post our own houses, Philip. Our own cabins. Fam, fam, my mother's house is still there. Listen to the strip club. I can't take it off. It's got, it's, it's, I can't. Um, the other thing also is because I recognize that my account is open, I'm somewhat a public figure. I've got a lot of people that follow me that I don't know. I don't know. Is a person following me because they want to harm me? They are fans. Are they crazed? Are they just interested? I don't know who's following. I have literally have no idea who's who. Um, so I'm, I, I'm, every time I post, I'm kind of aware of that. So I like, like even when I'm posting her, for example, I don't want to advertise her page too much as an example, or again, locations or, any a picture like I'll literally look at a picture like is this does this picture give an indication of like too much information about where we are that kind of thing which feels a little bit paranoid but you know you nah, I, you just got to be careful nah, nah. D- dude I don't I don't know if you've been following what's going on on like Telegram or even the, the stories with Be Real but um, yeah, yeah I saw I saw the Be Real issues so like Be Be Real has been banned from offices because people were, were literally giving away corporate secrets mm. but there's another thing with Telegram where um, especially on dating apps, dudes start building profiles on you. And then, so we've just been joined by Roba, for example. So let's say the guy is wherever she's at and they'll take on a couple of dates and they'll start sharing that information. They'll be like, yo, this is Roba. She likes this type of thing. She stays at this house. She's got two kids, blah, 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 blah. 
And now you've got like people who are swiping left on your picture, not necessarily for a date, but just for intel because it's some sick game. It's like Tinder. Hello, Ropa. Yeah, so, hello. Vilco, How are you? Vilco, man. Oh my God! Can you can you hear that? There's no echo. Wow. Oh, Ropa, oh, Ropa, Ropa done moved up in the world, eh? Can I tell you something about Ropa, Phil? Mm. Mm. She do turned, not, not she turned down a job. Where? At Bentley. No. Because, Close, but no. <laughs> because she got a better offer. Where was it? It was at Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Well, excuse us. <laughs> well, you know, excuse me. <laughs> So wait, wait. You got better offer from where? Can you? Wait, fact, Dan, how do you know this information? I don't even know. We were just talking about sharing too much on social media, and she threw it on her social media. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know if this is information you want to put out there in the world, but okay. Yeah, Roba. Yeah, delete that. Yeah, you don't want that out there. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm starting to. I'm starting to think like I need to block Dan. Hey, I am at least your friend who tells you the dangers of these issues. Meanwhile, on a platform listened to by thousands of people. Meanwhile, there's ops. Hundreds Did you not post it on your social media? I have like 400 followers. <laughs> so, wait, so, wait, Robert, so where did you... Can you say? Can you say where you got the offer? Like, we'll censor it in post if you, if you need us. So no, where, no, 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 no. We don't have to. We don't, we don't have to. I'll, I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you. Maybe in the... I thought, it, I, you know it. what I actually thought Dan was going to say? Dan was going to say that Ropa is opening for Nati O in October. But no... Mm-hmm. He didn't say that because that's like he's such a hater. So no, no, no. But no, say it. So so we, we, let's play charades. Tell us. So where are you going? <laughs> you you were studying. Were you, were, you, were you studying engineering? Wait, she's in Germany. Is it Siemens? I went to Siemens. You're actually not so far. But wait, wait, wait. Um, wait, were you studying engineering? I, I mean, I was studying. I was studying computational mechanics. Engineering. Okay, so <laughs> not Siemens. Perhaps she's going to. Is is it is it the guys that lied about the emissions? No, no, I'm I'm actually not going into engineering. Mm. Which is why, which is one of the reasons I I, I actually declined Rolls Royce, which is another story. Because, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> she wait, I, I, took. Wait, 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 let me let me let me. See. Oh, so I'm using the webcam, so I don't know if you can see. But have you learned how to use these yet, Robert? You know what? I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring it out. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm gonna see Nati O, guys. You guys aren't even understanding. When you when you open for Nati O, is that as a singer or a DJ? As a DJ. Okay. Mm. Nice. Well, well done. I'm happy for you that your life is firing. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I don't even understand how whenever I'm on this platform, I'll get complimented but dragged at the same time. Who dragged, who, who dragged you? You know Dan, what, yes. Robert? I think I think that you have some PTSD from relationships with friends who are mm. not really friends. You just Dan have PTSD, and listen, there's a bit of banter as per usual. I mean, you know, you're one of our favorite patrons, regularly on the pod. You're making sure that we can. You're making sure I can get married. You see. Yeah. So, do you know what I'm actually working towards? I'm just working towards a Zimbabwean doing it big. That's all I'm trying to do. That's mm. all I'm trying to do. Since you de- declined Rolls Royce, I'm just looking. I'm just opening up a Patreon <laughs> app now, and I'm just making sure 
That's a good that, point there, Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're, you, <laughs> I mean, if she if she declined Rolls Royce, did she go to Mercedes, perhaps? Also, it wasn't Rolls Royce Automotive. Rolls Royce Automotive is now owned by BMW. Mm. Oh, so oh, so it was the the, the airplane. Yeah. Ah, no. Okay, no, that we understand because you know, a seventy seven Max. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we understand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at this figure here. Um, yeah, this is more like a Datsun 120Y, you know. And I think maybe, maybe if if we just raise it just a little, maybe maybe to a GD6 level, you know, like like a like a like a take off. Let's take off like an an airline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? We is it an airline? Airbus? <gasps> you know an Airbus? What about Cessna? Just a Cessna level. You know what I mean? Just Cessna level. Nothing too... Listen, it's a small I, I, I have not started, but right? And... Um, but the, sign, actually, the signing I bonus. Huh? My, the signing bonus. The signing. I just got my results today uh, from my master's program and I have So you're passed, negative. Which means I'm still a student, technically. Mm. Mm. But now yeah. I have a master's degree. But anyway, Nematambuziko ah. with uh, with your your ne- <laughs> national royal family. Over Which one? The, the Windsors, aren't they? Are from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Germans yeah. don't even like them. <laughs> Look, whether you like them, well, we don't like Ger- them. Ger- Germans aren't a big fan of their own history. I mean, can I, tell yeah. you, can I tell you? I went to watch Ed Sheeran this weekend, and at some point he was like, "Yeah, so you guys know the Queen of I was like, "Please don't say something dumb in Germany." <laughs> but he ended up. He was like, "Yeah, well, um, watching the Queen's Jubilee was one of the reasons I started playing because one person was playing." at her jubilee and he was like i want to be like her like him and then he ended up playing at the queen's platinum and silver jubilee 10 years later so that's all he said about the queen dying <laughs> hmm. cool, cool, cool. well anyway um let's move on to some other discussions um let's talk about some uh, oh yeah we had the afrima nominations we got the nominations uh, a couple of zimbabweans were on there i was about just about to go through them um, tammy winky Shall I, yeah, we, shall we, shall we, for happy again. I was like, wow, okay, cool, cool, cool. Do you know what? When we first played that song, I think we all agreed that you know what? It's not one of his best, but the song has kind of grown on me. Happy again, these three little ants, three little ants running up in my nerves. Anyway, yeah, congratulations to the nominees: Tammy Moyo, Winky D. Um, I think there was one other nominee from Zimbabwe. Uh, I can't find it, but yeah, I think those are the two main ones. Uh, uh, what's what's her name, Nadia? We spoke about her for her um, in Zimbabweans doing it big. Oh. Is, she, is she nominated for Nafrima as well? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, shout out to her. That's another thing we could have mentioned uh, earlier on. Well, shout out to Nadia Nakai as well. Um, yeah, no, we spoke about her because she got the BET nomination. For yeah, best international flow. Okay, um, I want to I want to have a quick word about some some TV specifically. The Emmys were this past weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Yay! First of all, Jimmy Kimmel, boo! But he attempted to somewhat make up for it. <laughs> did, you, did you see what happened, Dropa? <laughs> I did see. I did see, and I saw the video she also made later to say she's fine with it. For those of you, who, for those oh, of you who are wondering what happened. 
Quinta Bronson. There's no photo. There's no photo of her without his head in the shot. I swear. People on Twitter are trying to Photoshop it though. But you know, it's just, it won't have, I suppose you can now use the new iOS to, to just remove him. Um, hey, look at you being another sheep. Dan, you know, there's, a, there's actually Photoshop. That's what you use, use Photoshop to Photoshop. Have, it it uh, can do this. It's been doing this for quite some time. Have you used the feature, Philip? Trust yes, me. Yes, Dan, I have, a, I have an Android phone. I've, I've, I've had it for a couple of years. Well, okay. <laughs> you know what? All good. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's, no, I won't lie. It's cool. So, so it's cool as hell. What are you talking about? It's amazing. My gosh, I love no, it. But de- I'm, I'm, I'm really not trying to be funny. But my Nexus has done this for quite some time. It's just that Google and Android are terrible at marketing. They have so many great features, but they are terrible. I agree. I just got the S21 Ultra, and this camera is insane. Like, it's mad that people don't use this often. Is it mad? Mad. It's a mad thing. Mad thing. Mad thing. So, okay, this is what we were just talking about, Quinta Brunson and Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Quinta Brunson, who is the uh, showrunner for... Oh, my God. Abbott Abbott Elementary. Uh, She was receiving an Emmy Award. um, And uh, as she was up on stage, Jimmy Kimmel was doing some weird bit about pretending to be dead on stage. So she had to do her acceptance speech while he was lying there, like right where she was. It was so weird. It was just weird. And to be fair, he must be dragged. Drag him. Drag him, please. Yes. But, you know, as someone who attempts to do comedy every now and again, you know, sometimes you do the worst, most awkward things and it just, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so he did apologize. He had her on the show and it was like, oh, sorry and blah, 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 blah. So, um, but the point is that was trash. Um, apart from that, uh, congratulations to um, uh, the Zimbabweans who won Emmys, as we mentioned earlier, for Ted Lasso. And congratulations to Squid Games. But this is what I wanted to talk about on television. Have you watched House of Dragon? It's only one Squid Game. Anyway, continue. Squid's mm. ga- Squid's ga- the, the inaugural the, the first Squid's inaugural games. Speaking of House of Dragons, someone tweeted it's like, uh, you know, it's called ha- the House of the Dragon. House of Dragons, <laughs> oh, aka Hot <laughs> D. That's what I call it. Hot D. Hot D. D. Hot D. <laughs> Fire no, no, blood. For the me, TV it show. Sense. House of Dragons makes more sense. Well, I mean, it's no because House it's House of the Dragon, as in it's the Targaryens, because that's this is the House. Of okay, I get that, but ha- like, it been, doesn't roll off the tongue. Have you been watching it, and have I you have. been enjoying it? I have. Self, Phil, have you had the opportunity to I'm, watch? I'm it? one episode in. I'm one episode in. I, I finally got peer president. I was like, yeah, it's okay. I'll see. I, I've, I've. I, so the thing is, as as good as it can be, and as good as it. Like they've already started to deviate from the source material, which is already unacceptable. But the thing is, when you when you realize it, and this is what ruins it for me, no matter how good it is, all that is going to happen, so that two hundred years from now, Bran becomes <laughs> the king. <laughs> that cannot be wiped away, because now, like, because you know me being a nerd, so like, obviously, I hit my Alt Shift X. I don't know. Robert yeah, yeah, off. standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been following. I, have you been watching nerd. the live, the live Q and A's as well? No, 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 no. You're not I that nerdy. Alt Shift I have X. Been. 
no, I've, I, Dan, I've, I, I've got so much work to do. So much work. <laughs> so, I, and I watch new rock stars. And now the funny thing is, they, they, they're almost trying to retcon how they are not following, because like they're following the source material to a certain degree. And there's the prophecy of how the Targaryens are going to f- or stave off the, the long winter. Spoil, like, spoiler yeah, alert, they, guys. But, spoiler but alert. That, but that was a misinterpretation of the dream because we know that the Night King was killed by Arya Stark using the blade. <laughs> <laughs> like, gosh, I guess. Now, you, now you're twisting yourself into knots. Trying Just to, trying to make it work. We know certain things. Like, I don't know if you guys were talking about this last week. Did you talk about this? No. Um, it, mu- it, mu- it, must have, it must have been the other podcast you listened to, Ropa. Mm. One of the ten. Um, wow. Where we know that, like, at least from watching Game of Thrones, we know that a woman doesn't become king. So it's already like a queen. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we know a woman doesn't become queen. So it's already like, okay, so what's the, what, what are we actually leading up to? But I we're, feel we're like. leading from, up to the story of Brand the Brave. <laughs> wheeling his way like Professor X into Westeros. I think we should. Change things because the tree told me to. Okay, what about what about Rings of Power? Have you had an opportunity to watch it? Nah, Dan, I'm busy, bro. I can only do one thing at a time. Honestly, um, I saw it on Prime, and I feel like I need to stop paying for Prime because what am I actually? Mm. Even me, I still pay for Prime, and I don't. I, I can't even watch it. You can't order anything, can you? Can you order anything with your Prime? So wow. I do an intermediary. So I, I order it and then someone brings it. But yeah, make yeah, yeah. Sure so that you can it, use your Prime account somewhere else. So it makes sure that when I order it, if if, if someone calls me and like, yo, Phil, I'm flying on Friday and it's Wednesday, I know ah fast the fast. You could, you could. Yeah. I don't even use it anymore. Even I'm playing like paying four bucks because I'm a student, but at the same time I don't even order anything anymore. Yo, being a student is nice. Please, <laughs> please please can you put me on your account? Wait, Dan, Dan, sure. wait a minute, wait a, Dan, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does does UZ qualify for these student perks? Because dude, if we, if we can, like if we go to UZ for seventy dollars, we can get fifteen percent off a MacBook. We can get half price on Adobe, half price. <laughs> so on now, Amazon. now we marching for real, for real. Fees must fall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it. We get, we get, we get into so many events for free, you know, because we are students. We get into the agricultural show Ooh. for free as long as we wear the uniform. Does UZ have a uniform? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. You gotta wear so, a crop top. Crop top get a mini skirt. So, um, ring rings of power has been getting trashed so bad, obviously because <laughs> because of because of racists. Um, oh, I thought it was because the show was bad. No, I've watched the, the show. Is the show is good? Like, okay. Obviously, it's early days. I think it's only I've only watched the three episodes in, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty dope. But I didn't notice this. It's only when I saw the conversation afterwards. Randomly, there's like a a black dwarf or like a, a you know like a light skin. My gosh, that man is so light skinned in every way you can think of. The, his mannerisms. He's an elf. He's just, <laughs> I can't imagine it now. I have to go watch it. <laughs> Yo, I'm an elf of Middle Earth in it. But anyway, the point is, people was really oh for those of you. This is an audio podcast, by the way. I was just doing light skin, light fa- skin, light skin facial expressions. 
Anyway, the point is, it's actually a really good show. Shame on everyone who's like, oh, it's got a black dwarf. Oh my God. I don't even notice. You just watch it and it's just like, my goodness. Like people. Ugh. Anyway. Speaking of racism, did you see that Little Mermaid trailer got 11 mil- over a million dislikes on YouTube? I am shocked. Anything featuring a black woman got disliked. No, not in this world. One million, Phil. The reasoning is, this story is based on a traditional Danish folktale. How could you have it? Like, okay, so what you want is the original source material where the father is Greek because he's a Greek god. Mm. The, the, the villain is somehow a black auntie because we all know that's what mm. Queen Ursula was. I'm like the Ursula mm. thingy in the original. Mm-hmm. That's totally, I, didn't. I mean, it's totally what she was fashioned after. Anyway, look, we know racists exist. It's just a shame. It's just, I somehow, it was getting trashed. And like people were like, hey, we don't even need this show. Who asked for the show? And I thought, oh, man, it's not that it's trash. Damn. No, and I realized that, oh, no, the only reason they were trashing it is because it's got black elves and Dan, dwarves. So I think, you, uh, and I don't mean to sound flippant, but remember the story where the Snyder Cut was just bots? Yeah. We, we know how disinformation works. These numbers, how real are they? Because what are the ratings? Amazon invested half a billion dollars, right? If black people being on the show was that bad, Jeff Bezos would, would nix him. We saw it. Man. Bezos is petty, man. Mm. Just because oh, Professor Uyu was, was, was supporting the, the labor movement, he was like, yeah, I'm going to get you, girl. Get you. Oh, yes, I got you now. Dare you sully the good name of the queen? We as pro as 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 people that oppress the poor and don't let them get them rich, we we are offended by this. So we, we didn't even speak about the, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> what a if, if 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 the numbers if the numbers made sense, they, they 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 really would cancel the show. But I don't think it does. And I think the more we give these trolls attention, the more we feed into the, the loop cycle. If like it's not real. Like, have you looked? Excuse me. Have you ever have you have you looked at like tweets or just even like Reddit? Reddit used to be such a dope place, but if you look at like any like popular post, there's always someone just talking out their ass. Yep. And it's one of two things that I'm convinced: either they actively are doing this because they're trolling, or they're part of a bigger. Well, they're still trolling, but a bigger network just to incite that engagement. So. I genuinely don't think that this is the case because if it was, it's like with um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, Moses, I'm, I'm forgetting her surname. Um, she was getting racist backlash, but Obi-Wan Kenobi had the highest ratings on a Disney Plus show ever. So were you really that angry? Were you really? Were you yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, there's going to be a couple of racists that are going to create bots to make a million dislikes on that aerial video. Obviously, there's a lot of racists that exist. I just don't think there's like 11 million of them went and clicked dislike. I suppose it is possible, but yeah. Like Phil said, also, there's, there's people actively the, creating the, the, bots the, the for this. question I have is, and well, I haven't even looked into this, is YouTube disabled the dislike counter a year ago. So how do people know unless they're running a script to get um, dislike now? It's it's not I, for all like I don't know how they because I I still I see it on some videos and not not all but some 
So I know there's a script you can use to to see the actual dislike number, but I also know um, I can easily create a script to just mass dislike a video. It's it's really not that complicated. All right, let's. But the energy to do that, damn! People must really hate black people, damn. You know, people swat people. Man. I, I mean, look, you know, Dan, we don't have time. We've got forty-five songs to review. Okay, let's go through. So, first of all, <laughs> King of Zim Hip Hop, Arpeels. Give you a second to Google who that is. Cool. So R. Peels has just released a 45-track album. Um, if, if that's spelled Ara dot P-E-E-L-S. Yeah, okay. Um, man's could even do like disc one, disc two. <laughs> like, like, no, it was just like, oh, one disc. <laughs> My man's has an album called Ziri Ever Beautiful with 45 songs. Ziri um, Never Ending. I he's like he's got a bit of a buzz about him. We've played some RPL songs on this show before. I mean, on the podcast, I, I've never felt he's really taken off. But you know, he's got some fans. Um, do you want to hear one of the songs? I'm going to play like I guess the one he released a video for called Chisheru. It's track number 33 on the album. Yo, that's deep into the <laughs> Imagine sitting in a listening sh- session trying to decide which one is going to be the music video. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> fam! You, fam, by by track fifteen, you already forgot. <laughs> so this song is called Chisheru. It's uh, it's yeah, like I mentioned, track thirty three. Jacks on the track. Let's go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What are we saying, guys? What are we saying? What are we saying? No, the tracks, track is is cool. It's cool. It's not even on his streaming pages. Philip, there's not enough space on Spotify servers for this album. Also, <laughs> <laughs> it's unrelated, but like I, I can now recognize Jax's um, tracks. So I, 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 I was like, this is definitely Jax. And you just played the first few seconds. I'm very proud of myself. Well done. Well done. Um, but let's move. Oh, yeah. oh no, it's, it's here on. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. Um, I have some thoughts about two hours. Two hours, Dan. This is Titanic. <laughs> like, if 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 you started this album and Titanic at the same time. This album would finish just as Jack is slipping away on the on the, the doors. At least it'll get you to Mutare or something. Hey, no Mutare. Yeah, Mutare. Mutare is like two hours thirty. Like I used to do under two hours, but that's like when there's no traffic and I'm really gunning. Imagine going all the way to Mutare listening to one album. 
Like one dude. <laughs> <laughs> my, dad, my dad used to put me through yeah. that with I like my chest and you only be two songs. Yeah, so. that's, yeah, that's that's valid. So we can't complain much here. Look, um, we've spoken, I guess, about you know um, strategies and so on to get the streaming numbers. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, Philip! There's a pitch meeting for honest trailers. What? I have to go look for this. Just came out. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> I feel like that's wild. Anyway, uh, let's let's look at some more music. Um, there's a couple of songs that I came across that I thought were interesting. Here's one from Wayne F.O.G. who linked up with Anita Jackson for a song called Depression. And uh, yeah, it's about depression. I'm under pressure, in Ganda Yetsa, in Ganda Yetsa, when is that time coming, in Indonesia, in Ganga Shandira, she could come and go back, my iPhone's cold, never my iPhone 30, but she went to the Naja Chirgo, but she got she, but she never got she, 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 never Holy Father, it's been a long time to cheat the chaita, it's only getting worse. Holy Father, I'm up in Dira, but cinema connections. I think this is actually kind of dope. Uh, I'm going to fast forward to Anita's verse as well so you also get a sample of what it sounds like. From a tough generation, too many expectations. Social media standards added to my tribulations. My drugs, my likes, I'm trying to make a better life and sacrifice before I had to pay the price. No matter how me, I tried them, I pressure me. Yeah, do what it takes just to fly them, I step on me. This life ain't easy and it pins up easy too much. I like Anita Jackson, but I, she doesn't quite hit me when she raps. I wish, but you know, I was actually gonna say the opposite. I love when she raps. A brief, a song via brief. SDG calls twenty twenty. Depression, depression. Um. Yeah. What do you, I like her when she raps, but like more the dancehall type rap. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Dan, like Dan, you know, you're all for two cool. right now, Dan. You're, you're all for two. If you strike out, uh, you're done for the week. What do you mean? <laughs> Did you think you Roba, don't like that? I thought Roba, that was okay. Is he all for two, Roba? Is he all for two or not? Mm, um, you know what? I just don't want to ruin any chances I might have of like collaborating with anyone. So no, you're not even saying anything. You just, I'm just saying, is he all for two? Is Dan all for two? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything about anything. Okay. First of all, this is not fair because we were asked to review our peels. I didn't play that song because I like it. I played it because we were reviewing our peels. When Dan, do you guys Dan, listen to what we ask Dan, for? Please, did you listen please, to the album? We Dan, listen to, of did course you not. The album? So then how is it a review? Get out of here, you full of, hey, you're so full of it. You're so full of it. You're over two. I, right I listened to the one song. Okay, pick your next song wisely. This, 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 this one, this one that we just played with Wayne Fog and Anita Jackson. I actually kind of like it. Um, so I disagree with your with your judgment there. But okay, here's one that I also like. This is Confused and Bling Four. Bling Four was one of the rappers on Fire Emoji. Baby, bang you. 
Phil, have you noticed that all the songs that are coming out from Zim these days are Namo songs? What do you life, my guy? Mm, things are so tight. Life is tough. <laughs> anyway, uh, Confused has been on fire recently. I think this is cool. He has. I don't know how I feel about the drill, though, but he has. Mm. I've got a. Uh, hey, I got a bunch of drill songs, but hey, yeah, I'll drop them. I'll, I'll drop them like next week. Remind me. I'll drop them next week. Got some. Got some heat in the truck. You know what I'm saying? Like this, you fools are gonna be stressful. You know what I'm saying? Like so much, so much, so much coming out. You know what I'm saying? So much coming out right now. You know what I'm there's, a, there's a bunch of big songs that came out Africa-wise as well. Uh, there's the Pataranking and Diamond Platinum's collaboration. Dog. Uh, we'll put it in the playlist. We'll put it in the playlist. We'll Cuckoo called Colo Colo. There's Nasty C's new song. So new song is a remix. Well, his, his, the C-mix of Stevie. Uh, there's freestyle on Woo Kid. And there's, uh, there's a new Wiz Kid, Bad To Me, which came out yesterday. And what did you think, what did you think of Selena Gomez getting on Rema's song? I don't hate it. I just was like, I just didn't see it coming. Like, you know, when Ed Sheeran, when they're like, Ed Sheeran is on Peru, we're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But like, Selena Gomez, she's been acting, you know? I was like, not never ready for her to come back to music in with Rema. Mm, so you hate you, you know how, I think Rema is one of those um, African artists that white people extra love. Really? I, I didn't know that. Is. No, because he just somehow always seems to be in the mix. You know what I mean? Just somehow, I just always see him mentioned. Somehow he's just, I wonder, I feel like they're like, we like this one. <laughs> and fine, Selena Gomez may not be all the way white. I don't know what she is, but I'd, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like it's I don't think it, I don't think it was better than the original. It wasn't bad. It's just what? Mm. I'm going to play her verse. No, no, I'm not going to play her verse. No, we, we don't have time, Dan. Also, this Halu project is mad. Oh, that, those are two singles. Those are two singles. It's so mad. And you know what's crazy? Like I, I saw mainly the other the what's the one that's not Muchatuana? Oh my gosh! Um, please help Why me. Not? Why yeah, not? yeah, yeah. That one. But like, I think I've had like Muchatuana on like my da- my daily mix, and I'm kind of sad now that tomorrow's Friday. That means my release rate is going to change. But still, <laughs> oh, well, th- th- there's more singles dropping tomorrow and next week and the week after. Hey, week after I love it. So, I love it. Guys, also, you, you guys want to hear something funny? Like this, this this shows how stressed and busy I am. So, the album's dropping next week, Friday, right? And Ooh. I. And I had dropped the instant gratification, or I thought I'd put the instant gratification to drop tomorrow. 
So I had lined everything up to drop tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I went to bed on Thursday, not even in planning on the release. I just... <sighs> then I got a call. Like, yo, my man's. Um, yeah, uh, they, they put you at the first. They put you in the first song on the biggest Afro house playlist in the world. <gasps> Wait, did they drop today? So we had to scramble like the whole weekend just to like, oh snap, we gotta prepare for release. But shout out, shout out to the to the team at Apple. Uh, shout out to the team at Spotify. That was that was just a an amuse bouche. Um, this is the old stuff. The new stuff really is dropping in October. That that's that's the that's the actual stuff. This is just clearing. We're clearing the pipes. You know, we're getting, getting the stuff out of the way. I figure we need to end the show with a Halu track, but I mean we could play the other one, right? You know what? Uh, as a, as a bonus for for fans, I think I'm going to tease. Uh, yeah. What I'm going to be doing right now is I'm going to be teasing songs. Who's on this one? Who's on this one? This is this is this is probably going to be the song of the song. Just tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> this is my this is my mantra for the end of the year. Oh. Alright, so that's probably soon. Anyway. And Hilsey in the building. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Phil, Phil sparks me. Look, look at him. Look at him over there. Like, just give you guys a taste. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, you you, you, want, you, want, you, want, you want some once more? Again, Get on your again, knees. Get on your knees and beg. You want some more? <laughs> once again, guys, if, if, if so you want that, mad. just Shazam. Just Shazam that section. And then just Shazam that section. But you realize people are going to be using this device, their devices, to play this podcast, so they can't Shazam. But do you know what I'm saying? I do Can you? Yeah, I do it all the time. Oh, we talking about what is? We talking about what is? We talking about what is? Okay. Yes, I'm not as Gen okay. Z as they come. Okay, you know, since since Roba, since you're feeling Halu, I think that is why you were rejected by Rolls Royce. Hmm. Also, I absolutely maybe my bias towards Machatuna is the fact that it's Tina, and you know, I mean, come on now. We, we I love her so much. I love her. I hope she knows that. She knows that actually. Since <laughs> you like Tina, you see, since you like Tina, is an exclusive. Let me skip ahead. Once again, just Shazam that it's coming to your phone soon. Just Shazam that it's coming. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure he's on he's on my notifications and he will be on my release late radar. So I'm not even I'm not even worried. Do, do you know I'm actually quite sparked, Dan, because that's a new artist. He had zero monthly listeners mm-hmm, last mm-hmm, Thursday, mm-hmm. and he got on Roba's release radar. Nice. <laughs> almost like it's almost like the tricks and tactics that we can implement to get you know the music out there. 
Once again, don't forget to sign up to the newsletter for these top tricks. We can give them to you as well at a minimal charge. And obviously, you know, all upcoming artists, if you're not listening to this podcast, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, anything else you want to showcase, Philip? Ah, uh, you know what, Dan? You know what, Dan? Wait, why am I hitting myself? What's going on? What's um, I, I was going to say, Dan, you know, I forgot to discuss this when we were discussing chaotic award shows. Um, but did you see that a Sama, uh, the, the woman that won the gospel award at the Samas, she had an award taken away because she just submitted her old album again. And she lied and they're like, oh, no, we caught you. But, but the thing <laughs> that, that made me laugh was, so like the judges, because ideally, like every judge has their, their remit, right? So like, if if you were to get me, maybe you'd be like, you'll feel your, your hip-hop head, so we're going to have you judge the hip-hop category. Which means that I should have a good understanding of the, the hip-hop that dropped years prior and the hip-hop that dropped this year. And considering this is a summer-winning album, or an album that was good enough to win a summer, if I'm an expert in gospel music, it should be something I've come across before, right? So... None of the people who are judging the Gospel Artist of the Year Award were listening to this project. And I'm like, you know what? This sounds familiar. Like, yeah. This, this, this sounds familiar. Because she didn't change anything. She literally just resubmitted the same album and just changed the, the, the track name. Surely, the okay, album. if we are looking at award-winning album, surely if you are plugged into the, the, the culture as a person who can judge it, you don't even need to listen and think this is familiar. You know that? No, we already saw this. I mean, come yeah, on. So the fallout from the summers continues and it's hilarious. Poor. So let me not say too much because we know people there. We, we spoke to two of them. Yeah, yeah, you see. It. They actually listen to the podcast, some of them. Anyway, guys, we love the summers. Thank you. Um, uh, Ropa, what are you listening to these days? Hello. Nice, 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 nice. And surprisingly, Nicki Minaj really like dropped some weird things recently, and I like one of them. Um, (laughs) she released a dancehall, very dancehall song, and I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been listening to more Afro House vibes. Mm. Yeah, and fire emoji. It's grown on me. Hey. Remix. Mm. It's really grown on me. Mm. Fire emoji. What, 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 do, you, what do you think of say... Takura's goosebumps? Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm just, well, I was just norm- it's just not the kind of music I normally play by myself, but I absolutely love it. And what's his name? Aishan got like a million views on his video now. His mm. Lola video. Yay. Two two videos hit a, a million this past week, actually. Lola and Fire Emoji, the original. Really? They both hit a milli. Did you guys listen to the remix of Popo? Yeah, we actually Dan was playing it before we started. Mm. Oh, cool. It's fine. And what did you guys think? It it wasn't so popo-poey. <laughs> Killer T would be he would be disappointed. <laughs> Look. Um, we're gonna end with something from Halu. What are we throwing on there, Philip? You can decide which. I, I know. I, we, we, I, th- I think. I think we, we've given 
Tina uh, uh, flowers. Let's play Moana. Okay. Because that seems to be ringing off, as the kids say. It's getting a lot of attention. You know, getting a lot of lot, lot of lot of discussion. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, like you lost who is Halu, and no one knows who is Halu. Dad, like it's a mystery. Who could? We don't even know what his face looks like. It's an android. Wait, is it? Is it supposed to be a mystery? I don't know if you're asking me for real or it's supposed to be a mystery. Uh, no, no, it's it's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge mystery. Because okay, <laughs> is the album called "Who Is Halu" or something? <laughs> it's called "Call Me Halu." But we are launching a Who is Halu campaign this week. I'd like to just prove the assets. Well, you know, for me, basically, it's how I answer the phone. So, you know. <laughs> Hello? Yo, actually. You're welcome. Hello? Yo, actually. Great idea. Actually. Yeah, I'm going to use that. There we go. Right there. <laughs> all right. All right. So, we're going to end with, uh, with Halu's collaboration with Uletu. So on the song Moana. Uh, but yeah, go check out the, the, the two songs that he's put out, uh, Muchatiwana and Moana. Um, all right. So that's, that's been the show this evening. Thank you very much. Uh, as usual, we love you and appreciate you. And if you want to have the privilege here that Ropa has of joining us and uh, contributing her own thoughts and opinions and um, being part of the WhatsApp group that we're part of and really just supporting a podcast that you love, Please do go to twobroketimbles.com forward slash donate. Sign up to the Patreon and we will love you forever. Um, alternatively, in fact, not alternatively, everyone must please just also like, share, subscribe. Um, a comment, please. Robai, have you commented? Look at Commented this. on what? On the podcast. Wow. Can we comment on Spotify? Yes. Well, you I can, no, this. I don't think you can comment, you can rate. Yeah, yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, yeah, I've been rated five star. Six, if I can. Okay. So even though you guys even even though you're not nice to me. Where 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 do we rank in your in your podcasts? Be honest. Number one. Number one. Ah when it comes to like Zim babes. Ah, these poor, poor men. Yo, 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 yo. My. No, I'm ah. serious. I'm serious. You guys are number one. I feel bad for the next man looking deep in your eyes, hearing this lie. You're my, my, you're my number one, babes. My number one. Why at is. At this hour, yes. At this hour, babe, you're my number one. Why is Uber Eats calling you at 1 a.m.? <laughs> babes, no, don't worry. It's, it's, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's a glitch, you know, my phone. I, I, I bought a Samsung. Okay. You know how unreal, unreliable they are. It's some glitch from Samsung, you know. Babes, you're my number one. women. I heard some... Hey, anyway, these are private stories, but I heard a story I was told that left me like, I fear women. Yo, 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 yo. Are you talking about two episodes ago on Feeling Station? Oh no, there's there's that. No, no, no. It's 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 something that one of my friends told me. I was like, yeah. Fear women. All right, boys and girls. Um, I think that's pretty much it. As usual, twobroketimbles.com is the website where you can find us. Twobroketimbles on all the socials: uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Twitter is, I guess, the one that we were most active. Uh, Phil and myself, uh, Phil Chard, Danny, that guy. You can find us individually. Ropa. Do you want to? Ma? Since oh yes, 
uh, Royal Boat, R-O-Y-O-U-R, B-O-A-T. <laughs> well done. Are you going to change it to row your plane? Row your car? <laughs> I'm actually going to change it. So I haven't, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of figure, finally figured out my stage name. So I'm going to change it. Probably not, but yeah, I'll change please, it to please, that. Please don't be, Miss, don't be Miss Karopa. I beg you. You can come up with mm. something that's more pronounceable. Please. And and Googleable. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna come up with a stage name for you right now. Here we go. Go for it. Ropa. Ropa. Nothing rhymes with Ropa. Show stopa. <laughs> Ropa. R A W. Pa. Bam. You're pa, welcome. Pa. Ropa. Because you keeps it raw, son. Please don't do the clapping sound. Yeah, that, that that was that was that was. I don't know if that was poorly timed or, or well timed, but this is a family show, Dan. This is a family. It's a family program. I don't know what what was going on in Cape Town. Like what 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 do you like? Because your mind seems to be in a different avenue all of a sudden. Like, you know, to a clean man, all things are clean. You guys need to go and. Rinse brains a little bit. May I recommend watching some puppies and butterflies on YouTube just to clean your minds out a little bit. Mm, okay. So, raw pa, you're welcome. Okay, I got it. You, you got it. Like, every time you, you say it, like, that's a good thing. Like, every time it's raw pa. <laughs> Maybe it should be raw pa, 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 pa. Something like that, you know. Yeah, like like you know, like a Glock or whatever. Yeah, because you're so G like that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. With your yeah, computational I'm, I'm mechanics. Um. All right, so that's pretty much it, boys and girls. Thank you very much. We're gonna end with Halu and Uletu, uh, Moana, and uh, we'll see you uh, on the next one. On that note, we are out. <laughs> ha!